When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Voice over internet. Talk Recorded? Recorded? Live. Live. How many people actually speak on that intro? Hi, everybody. This is Aquila, of course. Um, today is September the 24th, and I, I'm hoping someone who won their case will, you know, come on the show. But meantime, we can talk about any topic you wish. As I say, I will not answer all questions. Some things are private, I believe, and I will keep it that way. But anyway, carry on. Aquila, this is Houston. You sound pretty good up there on the ISS space station. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to the other phone. All right, carry on. <laughs> the Folgers coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're talking about Mike Miller. <clears throat> why does he call in? If that's him, why does he call in? Not as dot, 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 I. Yeah. Perhaps he only had the dot, 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 I as identification in case he wanted to work for the government. That could be. Never know. That, that could be right there. Well, that was his government, Canadian government agent name. And uh, so he wanted to stay incognito by calling in as South Central Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> Could, could be anybody. It didn't want I mean, to blow. Hundreds. It didn't want to blow his agent cover, dude. How many? How many millions of people are in that territory? So you know. How many millions of people on Aquila's call are from that territory? Yeah. Repeat and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how are you guys doing? Good. Did you send yeah, out the uh, Skype alert? I sure did. Hey, face, face one, did you hear the news from Colin? No, what's the news? Last night, before you jumped on, we were informed that people are being emailed and Skyped to not allow you into the groups or something, the calls. And well, what groups are you trying to get into is what I want to know. Uh, I was just going to say that that's, a, that's pretty easy because... I don't try to get into any groups. Yeah, you were in some of them, but then you, uh, what did you do? You um, surrendered the title? Yes, well, yeah, I was in the common law groups with Mike last year, but people, people don't like to really talk about an issue, so they get angry instead and then complain to Mike that, um, you know, make up crap and complain to Mike, and then he kicked me out. So that's all right. Yeah, poor Mike. He he got hacked. He's been at peace, I, I guess, since he got hacked. He said, but <clears throat> I wish Carl could help him out. 
not to computer a letter. Carl's got those skills, so. I mean, yeah. really. <laughs> I used to pick. I, I like Carl. I used to pick on him though. He's always talking about his phone technology and cable, and of course we we keep being a dead horse. But he can never keep a good signal or battery charged. And he's right yeah. always next to a. He's always next to a car. Can he just plug it in? <laughs> exactly. So he's, he's worse than in, a woman. Yeah, he's putting in outlets everywhere. Can't he just plug it in? Plug in his phone. <laughs> he, he's worse than a woman. You, 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 if you ever dated the middle of singles lines or anyway, all the women they either had problems keeping their phone charged. Uh, they couldn't keep a charger. It was in another room. So I'm like, either you're making up excuses or you're just dumb. Oh, this is this first like, knowledge. Yeah, if you if you don't if you don't want to talk, if you're not interested or something, just just tell me. I'd rather have that than, oh, my phone was charging in another room. I didn't hear it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't have a charger. It, it died. Oh yeah. my god. No, cut it out. Yeah. But I did date one woman who always broke her charger. Truly did. Lost it. Yeah, how do you break a charger? I don't get it. Yeah, they're made cheaply anyway. So just one little pull and they're torn up. I think it's more than a pull. It's probably a yank. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you get those wires around your gear stick or whatever. I mean, it's just... Some people are moving to Wi-Fi technology with their headsets and... These new iPhone 7s don't have the plug. They want that radiation on your head, man. Yeah, that's, did you hear the conspiracy about that? I saw one on YouTube, but I didn't uh, listen to it. What is it? Uh, well, the conspiracy is uh, it's it's a it's a Wi-Fi headphones, and they're stereo, and so the signal passes from ear to ear. <clears throat> you know the uh, what they call it a microwave signal and it might be a microwave but probably not of any amplitude to hurt you but um, you know because it's stereo and passes from ear to ear from earbud to earbud and back to the phone they're saying that it's going to fry your brain which I don't know it might but it really does it doesn't necessarily what you call fry it but it does mess with your Something you something that has to do with your thinking, your cogs or cognitive <laughs> dissident or one of those big words. I can't. I don't know anything about your your cogs. Your, your George Jetsons. Yeah, your cogs, your wheel within a wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, it really does. And I see uh, my fellow uh, drivers all the time wearing those blue toofers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the brothers, they have the go toofs. But yeah, they have they all have trouble focusing for some reason. <laughs> well, I mean, not do you know how much radiation is coming out of the or surrounding the cab of a truck these days, a commercial truck, you know? Uh last yeah. report was about one point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah. And when you hit eighty eight, you <laughs> Hold on to your hat. <laughs> Whatever he says, what's he say? I mean, yeah, you get the batteries. Uh, my dad got CB radio. 
you get close to a truck that uh, if the alternator's putting out too much energy, they got a cooler or something, well, you can hear it in your CB radio. I, yeah, the uh, the the communication back and forth for just the radio communication, all that stuff is uh, I will constantly being bombarded. But yeah, it's so I don't know if you wear some sort of protective hat, and that's why you're not. Uh, uh, Would you say like your brain's not fried like the other fellow drivers? Out yeah. There? <laughs> Get a well, I, take, I take a supplement that's got some trace amounts of copper in it, so that's pretty good. Okay, that's good. And you can wear you can wear a lead hat too. It'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I like to get the padding, sure enough, for my home or truck. But uh, when I had a smaller phone, I got uh, from that Alex Jones fella advertising the uh, <clears throat> what is it called? Block it pocket. Oh, when you turn your phone off, it's still it's still got a battery in it, so it still gives off a signal. So you put it in that pouch, and it the signal is gone. Mm-hmm. I got one of those pouches, pretty neat. You can get a blanket too. Um, a, a, what do you call that? Blanket. <laughs> it's got some kind of silver lining. I don't know specifics. Can you take it to the bank? That's called the banquet. <laughs> you got jokes? <laughs> no. Just wondering. Hello. Go, go, go cash it in. Hey. 30 pieces of silver. Hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you? Uh, is your mom Is your mom on the phone? <laughs> well, I'm young. I, I'm just playing. You sound young. How old are you? What? Oh, here now. Is that your friend Aquila? Oh, you can keep talking to Aaron. <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, you. Hey, hey, meow. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Who's speaking? Go drink your milk. That's mm. private. That was <laughs> unexpected. That's, that threw me off. <laughs> She just woke up and she heard me talking to you and she's Hi Daddy And you're like, um, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought that was Aquila's friend coming on. Kinda of shayish, you know. <laughs> A little bit. <sighs> Have you explained to her uh, which way is up and down? The horizon versus the ground. No, but I asked her if it looked flat when she looked out the window, and she said yes. You got me on speaker? Yes, of course you're on speaker. Well, yeah. since it's anatomically correct, uh, <clears throat> this is this is all scientific. It's not personal. No attacks now. But it's hard to take the, uh, let's see, first-hand knowledge from her because of the diagonal issue of her eyes. <laughs> Is this anatomically correct? I'm sorry. Okay. Well, see, <laughs> sorry, I'm, just, I'm sorry, man. There's a fork in the road there, and you better be careful because I thought you're going more for the breasticle area. 
and confirming it was flat. And I didn't know if you were going to go there oh, or, no. or to the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that breast core area. <laughs> oh, we're just having fun. Yeah, last but, time we met, I was looking straight up. I didn't look down. No. Yeah. Well, you know, I think she would have a better perception of what is flat and what is not than than us round eyes. Ooh. You know? We got fish eyes. We do. We do. It's good. Damn, you just you just shot me down. That's good. It's a good rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are known as the uh, European round eyes over there, so Yeah, the the alcoholics. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sometimes that too. The the British, the Bretons, the drunks. Yep. Keep it moving. How are you doing, Eric? You here? I'm here. Okay. Was that Aries? Whoever said I'm here sounded like Ashley a little bit. I'm not on the chat board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Is your your guest going to be joining us? I hope so. Make it happen. Make it, yeah. Is this considered a common law win? Because this is a this is gonna be amazing. Well, I could tell you a little bit, but it's best he tell his own story. All right, um, Well, I'll just say it was an accident, like car and bicycle. And that's basically what he went to court for. Someone hit his bicycle. But then other things happened in the mix. Oh, this story goes... I remember this story. It goes way back. So what do you remember about it? Mm -hmm. Exactly what you said. He was riding his bike and he got hit somehow. It's an old story. It probably goes back a year, I believe. Probably, yep. Anyways, um, he went to court about that. He was, of course, writing his notices. Um... And and he gave it to the crowd, I guess you would call here the DA. And and I'm not going to say what else happened. But anyway, I'd rather he tell his story because it's interesting what happened, but he wants to. Yeah. That's always good. That see, this stuff does work. I already know it do, but... It's good. Others know for themselves. Everybody should know for themselves. So yeah, let them know. Yeah, let them know. He's got a little fan club here. If he if he wants to talk about it, they will. We're more than willing to listen and and always hear good a good success. Oh yeah. Well, he said he will, so we'll see. Cool. That's all I can go by. I don't like him already. <laughs> if I, I mean, if you if you have a win, 
and you're, you're the poster poster boy for this. So you can be the poster boy for the whole common law theories, you know. We want to hear a win. I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd have a megaphone. I'd be on street corners. I'd be calling radio shows. I'd be calling Clear Channel, something. Well, let me come. I'm actually call, so I'm going to hang up and call back. I'd be calling Alex Jones Monday morning. (laughs) Carry on. Damn it, Alex! I got a way to fight the new world order. No, seriously, I'm I'm excited tonight. It's been a wild day. The electricity has been pretty pretty high. The power, the energy level has been pretty good. I don't know if it's the nutraceuticals or what, but I'm pretty hyped up. I'm really excited to hear this this guy. What what did you do today? Is that all you did today? Was your TV show? Huh? No, I got up. Took took my little supplement juice. I took a nap, of course, because I went to bed late and got up early. And it's just been a just a just a good day. <laughs> so okay, you got up, you got energized, and then took a nap. Well, I took my juice, then took a nap. Yeah, you took your energy juice and then went straight back to bed. And then about eleven o'clock, well, I got up at seven. And then at 11 o'clock, I started working out. Mm-hmm. And, and Karate Kid 2 and 3 was on, so that got me pumped. Oh, you must have been, I mean, pumped up. While I was working out, taking my other nutritional supplement, which is like a chocolate drink. So, yeah, yeah. it was just, yeah, it chocolate. was wild. <laughs> like chocolate milk? or Nah, some kind of uh, protein powder. Uh, there's a good lightning show out here today. Well, you know, spending time with my little baby girl, and uh, it was just a, it was a good day, really was. We were talking about the weather earlier; it was all good. Good, good. Is she is she teaching you anything yet? Nah, not really. Then we went outside in a little red wagon with that protein shake. I'll tell you what, uh, if anybody ever does anything strenuous, I think I've told you about it, too. Like, if you're at work all day, you're tired and sore, start taking a supplement while you're doing it. Helps you, helps you heal. And this is not medical advice. I'm just telling you what uh, works for me. Okay. Well, I call him. Uh, he didn't answer yet, so let me just carry on. Well, he's nervous, you know. They already got to him. said, if you tell anyone, it's over. Uh, he said he will come, so we'll see. Yeah, that's what the last guy told you. <laughs> Which? Anyways. I'm looking at the chat board. Ashley was, has joined. Let me see. That was here. That, that was more of an Andrew Dice Clay kind of a train of thought, but I won't tell you. I heard him on the YouTube. So anyway, um, 
don't know, Ashley's told me she's at work, so it's going to be too noisy, so she moving out. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll just say this is good to know the law for yourself. Um, and good to uh, study for yourself and you know. Someone can tell you that's good to be advised, but it's better you know. And that's, that's where you win the most. So, you have to study law. And study yourself, for real, because you don't even know what yourself, your capabilities, that's not good. You know, so that's, that's another thing. Another show. But anyways, I help many I don't always talk about it because I don't see the point. Um, if others want to talk about their case, that's fine. I just do what I can to help. And when I hear one thing, I just tell them to come on the show if they wish and talk about it. So we'll see. But a lot of, you know, I'll just say I don't get that many calls. Well, people trying to contact me, I don't answer. I'm just letting you know now. Do not answer all calls or Skype requests. I'm not going to do that. I have my life. I have a busy life, and I'm working. So I do what I can when I can to help others. And as I said, I'm still running. Don't have all the answers, but such as I have, I'll try to share. So, um, all right, let me, let me just go down the um, chat board and I'll just say, Aries, you're next in line. You have anything you want to share or say if at this time? It's up to you. I don't have anything I want to share right now. No. I'm good. Thank you. All right. All right, next is phase one. Or just say one face. There you go. No, I'm uh, I'm out of stuff to say right now. Okay. And of course, Ashley, she's at work. So, but if Ashley, you wish to say something, that's fine. Just unmute. Okay, when you wish to. Next, we have on South Central Ontario. If you wish to speak, that's fine. Not right, keep it moving. Then, next is Rodney K. Hey now. I thought about something, Rodney K. If I flip it around, it could mean something else. But I'll let that ride. Keep it moving. <laughs> anyway, so. It's good to hear successes. Um, Or if somebody didn't win, that's good to hear about it because I learned or they should learn um, what they did that they corrected the next time. So, but one has to amend it and try to move on. So that's the hardest part. 
when you didn't, well, I can speak about me, when I wasn't successful as I wished to, I thought I had everything ready to go, which I did, but I just knew that pretty much that information and that was it. I didn't have the whole story. I was learning as I go. So, but it's good to know. And another thing I'll say, um, once you learn this to a certain extent, you can still move on and on. This is always something to learn, and you always can better yourself um, through knowledge. So don't get stuck in this one, you know, one thing. You know, we know man and woman and all that sort of thing. Um, that was good to learn about yourself and others that you are a man or a woman and how, you know, it's important to know how powerful it is and how it can work for you. But furthermore, there's a lot more to it as well. That's one part about the law, when you use it, how it comes into play, and how would that fit in your daily life, knowing whom you are as well. So that's good. Um, so that's what I'm in the midst of learning more, of course, about common law and how to perfect what I do know and as well as knowing who I am and learning more about that. When I say, you know, I know I'm a woman, but I'm saying how I am identifying myself or how others do see me or what do I actually answer to. You know, if you, you say Aquila, I mean, when you're talking about my person or you talk about the woman, you know, that's what I mean. And, you know, as I said, I listened to parts here and there, what Face One and Rocky was talking about. You know, as I said, when anyone come on the show, I take from it what I wish to, if you will, and see what helps me. You know, I do hear other things, shall we say, and I don't count it all negative or positive, but I just say, you know, this is what I wouldn't do. Maybe if that's the way they handle it, I'll handle it this way. That's what I take for it, and as well as I feel if you can um, handle yourself here, this is sort of like a practice. So when you get at the court, you know how to handle yourself. You know what to do better because you can get because when you go at the court sometime, I've had sat with others and listened to other cases. And I remember um, I was with Shay and one woman, she had a lawyer. And she said, but I want to say something. And the judge said, you can't speak to me like the lawyer tells me. I'm like, what? You know, I was so, you know, I so much so wanted to get in and say, this is wrong, but it's not my case. It's not my business. It's another man's man. I wish to help, but would she listen to me? That's another thing. So sometimes they will not, or they're just listening, but they're not going to do it until they really can see it. So, but anyways, it's good to, we, I just say I know I'm blessed. And I'm at a great privilege to be here in this state of knowing the law and knowing who I am. And as I listen on and on and on to different shows, whether it be Angela's, 
Mike's show. Even um, sometimes I do get on the um, Skype groups and just look in every now and then um, and see what things around me, what's happening. And, I, you know, it just makes me count myself so blessed to know the truth, you know, what's better. And I'm blessed to even have came here. You know, I tell my story, but many times I came to even know about Carl or Gus, Mike, and other stuff here on the show. I'm not going to name everybody's name. I count myself blessed, and it's a great privilege. And I can see that. And as time goes on, as I said, I'm learning more how to identify myself better or what I answer to. Because if I answer to the person all the time, I identify myself as the person, you know, through whether it be through my paperwork or somebody asking me a question, I'm like, yep, that's me. Or, And I can see that so plainly, you know, when I'll just say when Carl was talking about at one time about the driver's license, when the police asked you, and said that two and three gets caught, how could that be me? You know, but then I, I start looking into that a different way. When they point to, you know, if you someone take a photo, photo of you or a picture, and a lot of times they say, oh, is that you? You're like, yeah. Well, truthfully, it's not you. It's an image of you. That's the truth. That's what I believe. And so not just there. Somebody told me to mute myself out. Okay. But um, not just there. It's just. It says in many things are part of your life. And I look over my life, like what I, like I said, what I institute, what I, how I identify myself. Sometimes it's two different things. Sometimes it's the same. So I, I do have many titles, as I said. I am an aunt, um, a cousin, sister, you know, a friend, you will. But, um, uh, Truthfully, who I am, I'm a woman. No way shall be. No way will be. Um, but anyway, I've been rambling a bit. Anyone have a question or comment? Okay. Keep it moving. And and I also learned uh, in time, well, from a younger age, when my parents taught me, I'm always saying, you know, when we would visit, because there was many of us sometimes, and we would visit someone else's home, you know, that we were invited to. <laughs> and my mom, you know, and they would offer us some food sometime or offer, and my mom knew they didn't have much themselves. So she would, before we even got in, she said, say no thank you. And on two things, I can see that being good because sometimes someone could do harm if you take food from this one, that one. Sometimes that's not their intent, but it's good to not always accept, you know, something, you know, as somebody offer you because, like, as I said, they might not have as much, but they're just trying to be nice or do something. And so she taught us that. And when we went shopping with her, I liked it to go shopping with my dad better. It was more fun. But anyway, with my mom, she didn't have to tell us anything. <laughs> we knew what to do. 
She already told us when we were home. This is what I'm going to buy. That's it. So it's no questions asked, no no debate, nothing. But when my dad went to store with him, it was fun because I'll just I'll say it like this: um, he was a taxi driver at one point, but he did from three p.m. to seven a.m. in the morning. And when he would get paid on his payday, then it was he would wake us up and. He would take us shopping. We would go to a store called Passmark because it's open 24 hours. And sometimes we would wait up when he did, you know, somehow we got up when he came. And he would put us in the car, me and my sisters, my brother. But my other sister, they were too sleepy to go. So sometimes it was just me and my brother, brother and my other sister. And we would get in the car with him. It took him probably about 45 minutes to get to the store, the grocery store. And when we got in the store, oh, my goodness, we ran all over the store. We would put stuff in his guy. He said, no, no, I don't have enough money for that. We put it in there anyway because once he got to the counter, you know, to check out, he would buy it anyway. <laughs> and we knew that most of it he would buy, so maybe we had to take it out. So that was really, really good. <laughs> And my father was, I say, very gentle. And why I say that, um, and so let me just finish here. Then sometimes he would take us to the store near the house, grocery store. We had so many. And he'd buy us what we want. You know, if we wanted candy, wanted cake, something, he let us choose it. He paid for it. It was great. Then when we did wrong, <laughs> and my mom spanked us, let's just say, she just did it really quick, you know, stick the belt, take care of it, it was done. But with my dad, he was, he would just talk to us. And when he would say to me, little sister, he said, haven't I been nice to you? Haven't I got you what you want? Oh, my goodness. I was already crying. He didn't have to hit me because I knew I did, you know, it's not, I didn't do so wrong, but I felt like that. Then he would hit you one time, and then he continued. It's like he would talk to you for almost 30 minutes. And I never wanted to, uh, you know, do nothing to make my dad feel bad or wrong. And that was good. I mean, those sometimes I was coming up with my family. It was really good. And as I said, I, I came from a very big family, so my other brothers and sisters, they were grown, so they were out the house. So it was just us left. Um which it was two of my brothers and three of us, three girls, let's say. And that was fun, <laughs> being, um, you know, in a big family, because when everybody came to visit, it was always busy, the house, the home, and a lot was going on. But if I had my homework to do, I still was able to do it. You know, or if I had my chores to do, I was still able to do it. Um, let me tell you about my mom. It's, it's sort of she flipped it around. And still it was worrying my mother. <laughs> she worried us. <laughs> so, and why I say that, um, she, I remember one day she came home for work because mom, at one point my dad, like I said, he would leave for work about 3. So about to 5 o'clock, 4.35, then my mom would come home for work. 
so she was with us. And that we had plenty of food, everything. And I remember during the summertime, there's no school, so we were home all day. And she was told us to stay in the house. And that was the only rule, take care of our, take care of our chores that we had. Um, anyway, this day she came from work. And no one cooked anything. We had food in the freezer. And she told us, you didn't cook anything? We said, okay, no problem. So she sent my brother to buy some shiny food. So when she um, brought it back, he brought it, you know, gave it to her. She said, I have my dinner. She said, you guys finish in the freezer and refrigerator. She said, I bought all this food and no one cooked. And that's the thing. All of us knew how to cook. <laughs> so that never happened again. So basically when she came home from work, all the food was ready. And most, a lot of times when my mom came from work, she worked at a cleaner, you know, dry cleaner. So she was on her feet most of the day. And what she did was when she came home, um, she would go take a nap. But before she took a nap, um, we would bring her food. I serve it to her through the bed. <laughs> That's why I said my mom flipped, it, flipped this around. We took care of her. And if we still, like, I remember, as I could say, it was in school time. When school was out, it was time, my time to clean the kitchen you know, whoever time to clean. And so when she took her nap, she, of course, she would get up probably about 10, 11 at night sometimes, and we all went to bed. Nobody washed the dishes. Nobody sometimes didn't even put the food away. No problem. So when she got up, she saw that. She just, like, each one of us up, and especially it was my turn. She said, get up, and we would clean up the kitchen. Then she said, wait a minute. I see you guys been writing on the wall. The walls look dirty here. Um, you know what? You need to clean that off, too. So, oh, my goodness. We worked it all night, cleaning, cleaning, and so during the day, we were sleep. <laughs> so that was kind of wise because we wouldn't get in trouble, you know. And then, once again, then we knew how to clean up the whole house. And we knew how, even my brother, you know, like I said, she had my brother's first. So she had one, there was the first was a, a, man, a boy, and then it was my sister. And my mother had, like, nine straight boys after that. And we girls came on the end. Like I said, I'm number 13, so. My brothers, you know, took care of me, made sure I was, correct, you know, dressed for school, correct. They would cook. They would clean the house because, you know, that's what they, we had brothers at the time. And then I learned how to do it. Some of my brothers taught me certain things, how to cook, all that sort of thing. So it was like it would be passed down to each one. So I had a lovely childhood, Allison, <laughs> and I learned a lot, you know, and that's why I think I do like construction work um, is because we couldn't afford to put, pay the plumber or the electrician or something went wrong in the house. We figured out how to do it. And my dad, let's just say he was a mechanic, being inclined by mom once, and so she taught us a lot. And, yeah, so... That's why I could do that as well as I know how to cook, I know how to sew, I know how to knit, and we used to sing a lot, and we used to entertain ourselves because we didn't even have a TV. Because my mom didn't want, um, and I'm, today I'm so grateful we did not, but uh, it's because she didn't want us to be corrupt, if you will, 
there was many things. My family was my mom was a missionary at the church, and my dad was a pastor. So I was brought up in that sort of home. And never once I heard my parents curse. So that's not even in my vocabulary. So I don't even make a mistake. I can say, I don't care how angry I would get. You know, I'm not going to suffer because it's not going to happen. If I did, I'm intentionally doing But I don't. And then, um, as I said, we didn't have a TV, so we did a lot of entertainment ourselves. And one thing was we would go around the room and tease each other. And whoever, you know, we say whatever we want. And and once we did that, if you cried or if you got angry, you lost because you couldn't take it. And that's basically what we were saying. So like I said, a lot of times, so today that helps me in my life. So, uh-oh, I think that's the guy. He just texts me. So let me um, see what's going on. Uh-oh. Anyway, that might be good because he might be coming on. So let me text him right back out. Excuse me for that. Yes, I'll just text him back. Okay. So, uh, mm. <laughs> so, anyways, this a lot, you know, it helps me need the name calling to when I went to school. I was ready. I didn't care what people say. And even today, I don't take, pay too much attention, let's say, to what people say about me. Because I can care less, if you will. Because I know who I am. And I know what's in my heart, and that's it. So not to say I'm tough or, yes, I cry. <laughs> Trust me, I do. Um, I feel bad. I feel angry, just like I guess everyone does. But um, as a whole, um, I guess I can't take a lot because that's the way I was brought up. And I'm grateful for that today. There's many a lot of experiences in my life that I can talk about, but um, those are just a few. And so it helps me today. So like I said, when I get on these calls, I hear this, let's say, a lot of talk, or let's just say everything busy. I'm not confused by it. What is what good I should take out of it or what will work for me? You know, um, I just think oh, I can just cipher through all that and try to pick out what's good that will work and can help. So that's where I'm at with that. So I just say and learn about you. Everyone should learn about themselves, I believe. And when you do, you'll see it's not so bad. Life is not so bad after all. That's what I believe. And, yeah, I went through many things in my life as a childhood. Um, I'll tell this quick story. Um, I mean, some of my friends know. <laughs> I sleep on the floor a lot because I loved it. I mean, I did do a video, and you guys saw my bedroom. I did sleep in the bed sometimes, but most of the time, that's why I built the bed in the first place, because um, I built a platform, um, if you will. And so because in my youngest days, um. We had a big house, I mean, a huge house. We had four levels, if you will. We had plenty, I remember, let me see. I think we had three, four full bathrooms. Um, 
and bedrooms, we had all the way in the basement. I remember being the dining room, the kitchen, and it was really big. The whole entire basement. Then we had a, another place would be like the furnace room, maybe. But the furnace actually, it was a boiler. It was in the middle of the kitchen. I remember that. And then on the second floor, when you first walk in the front door, it was a bedroom in the back and then bathroom. And the next level had three bedrooms, and then the top floor had about three or four. But anyways, it was a big house. And but unfortunately, at the time, my parents didn't have a lot, even though both parents was working. But it was hard to make ends meet sometimes. And I remember during the winter time, we couldn't buy oil. And so we did have electric heaters, and then we remember we all crowded, we sleeping in one room. My mother gave my brothers a heater so they could be upstairs, and we were downstairs. So we sat up on the floor because me and my sisters and my brother, um, because, as I said, there wasn't many beds in that room. And so sometimes today I do sleep on the floor. I really enjoy it. It's okay. So, but I sleep in the bed too. Trust me, I do. And so I like that. Um, what else? So basically, I know how to base. You can go look up that word in a bow. So it sort of means like if I don't have a lot of money, don't have a, and I'm going through, I could be content in that state. Or if I'm, let's say, I do have money, I've got better food, whatever, I'm content in that state as well. So that's, I think that's a good place to be. You know, I don't have to have a mansion. I don't have to have all that. I just have to have my life. And I know I can get it. So we'll see what happens. So, um, I just got another type to bear with me, guys. I think he's going to get on soon enough. Somebody from Canada, just so you guys know. I have when I, I did go to Canada, I met a family. Him and his wife came to pick me up. But things didn't work out as I wished to, so maybe another time, another story. Um, yeah, so I'll just tell you a lot of stories I can tell about my childhood, but I'm sure we all do have stories how we were brought up. And but that's a little bit about me, inside of about me. And so, as I said, I don't need a whole lot. I mean, I can have a whole lot. But I can sort of, I take, I can take furniture off the screen or go secondhand. And I know how, my mom did teach me that. I know how to script it, like all the paint, all the stain off, stain it, and, you know, sand it down, repaint it. I've done that. And it's it's fun, I mean. It's good to um, know these things, and I know how to cook. Oh, my goodness, I love to cook. But I love to cook for a crowd more than just one or two, let's say. And I know how to sew. I know how to knit. (laughs) I do it all. But I thank God for the skills that I do have. And as I said, I do know how to work on the car a little bit. I'm not a mechanic. I don't know everything. 
but what I do know, I'm happy to know because it helps save money for me. And I think I've told you guys, I had to change my radio. I went to, um, my sister came down from North Carolina, I think it was Memorial Day, and she visited me. We were driving around. And then the next day, my car ran hot. And I'm like, what's going on? So I, I always carry water with me anyway. So um, so I just put some more water in it. Throw in the cap running. I'm like, what's going on? So finally, we made it back home where we were. and um, But it was dark. So I said, I'll deal with it the next day. So when my sister left, I looked. It's a big split in my red ate I don't know how it happened, but anyway, it was. So I called someone to pick me up, went to the junkyard, got another red razor, put that one in, seemed to be fine. I was able to drive home. But then a couple of days later, that one stopped leaking. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. And I just bought a new one. So I installed that one in. Um and then it started, um, still the car seemed to be, the median side seemed when I put the air conditioner on, something like that, it would look like it would run hot. And I would pick, you know, I'm like, well, why is it, I just changed it. I said, okay, you know what, it must be the thermostat. So I said, okay, well, I'll do it. I'm going to go the thermostat, put that in. Then it, the host that the host is the top host three inch host that goes through the thermostat, it started leaking. But it was off, I knew that. So I changed that. But then there was no leak. Probably I think, but it was still kinda of still running hot and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, I changed the red air, changed the thermostat, I changed the hoses, what else it could be? And I would turn the car off and I'm trying to see do I see a leak? And I did see a very tiny drip. Don't know what's wrong. And I remember Shay came over because I needed a light. And I'm like, well, I changed it. It must be the water pump. I said, but I don't really see a big leak. So then, anyway, today I had to check out and certainly that's the issue. So I'm not doing that because I've never done that before. I'm let them do it. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's that story. And I'll just trying to keep talking to this guy come on because he actually texts me now. So I hope he'll be coming on soon so you can hear his story. Um, anyway, can you guys hear me because no one's saying nothing. I'm not typing anything. Aries, are you here? No, Colin, you're doing real I'm good. Here. Can, can you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Thank you. All right, who else is speaking? I'm sorry I didn't let you speak. Who else was speaking? Okay, keep it moving. So anyways, I do a little here and there. I'm not a mechanic, as I said. I do know two things. I change all. I don't like to do that because I broke my fingernails. Uh, just, it's really dirty. <laughs> and I don't like that. But, uh, hey, I do what I got to do. And, but I'm glad to know. I mean, I think it's a blessing because I can save money, you know, and get someone else to do it. And another thing, I do always, like I said, I carry water. And I believe, this is my belief, you know, whomever's driving or you have a car, 
you should, I think everyone should know, at least how to change your tire, check your fluids. You know, most of us do know how to put gas in the car, that sort of thing. But make sure you check your water level, your brakes, your power steering fluid, transmission fluid, and the oil. I mean, it's important to check that out before you go anywhere, especially on a long trip. And a lot of times, you know, in the past, I had I didn't check it. So I said to, you know, I just made the schedule up. I said, you know, every Saturday or Sunday, I would check all these things, make sure it's good. And as I said, I do carry water with me just in case. And I'm glad I had it because I was able to use it, but yeah, could use it at the time when I needed it. Um... So that's where I'm at today. So, and the more I know, the better. I'll say, and I thank God to know. It's important. So, anyways, I've been rambling. Anyone have a question or comment? They would like to share something. So I'm gonna keep talking about my family. <laughs> so. So this guy come on. Let's see. Right, the guys come back. Anyways, sorry about that, guys. I'm back. I was talking to the guy, so he'll be joining us shortly. God's will. We'll see. <clears throat> All right. Um. So, so much going on. <laughs> so much. I. It's so much. I'll just say it's so much to learn. This is a good thing. And I'm glad to be here. So. Well, this, this, this is this is not really coming along, but I give an update. I'm outside. It's less cloudy than it was today. And it's actually raining more. It's weird. Okay. Must be because the temperature's dropping. Well, I'm happy it is. <laughs> I like the fall. Let's just say. Like chemtrail stuff or something. I don't know. <laughs> 
All right. So you have anything, questions, or comments for Art Nikki this year? Or? Yeah, I want a hammock. I've been trying to get a hammock for like 20 years. And mm. I have the money, <clears throat> but I never get one. <clears throat> Why so? Hell, I don't know. But do you want one that goes between like posts or trees or do you want one that has a uh, a metal frame to hang yeah, on? Yeah, it's it has to be its own frame because you can't always find a <clears throat> a good tree to put it, you know, two trees. Okay. You could put some posts in the ground, you know, cement them in the ground. Uh, then I have to dig holes. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, you could make a deck. Put it on there. Then I have, have to. Better. Then I have to buy a post hole digger. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking. Thousands of dollars for a damn hammock. No. Well, after you get all the tools and stuff, but I'm just saying I want I want a hammock. It feels good out. Common law nature, you know, feels good. Well, just something I could build, but not the hammock. I don't know how to make that, but to post all that stuff to all it. Are you going to get a uh, single size hammock or maybe a uh, maybe a double? Well, I like plenty of room, so a double would be good. <laughs> good answer. Well, the guys on the chat seems like, but I don't see him on the call yet. We'll see. What's the uh, the uh, name on the uh, chat? David Ontario. You see that? Yeah, I'll take a look. Okay. I'm going to do the three-way call. So he probably haven't Yeah, it looks so. like he's going in and out of the chat. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do... So hold on, guys. Just hold on. Hold tight. I'm telling you, it's Illuminati right now. It's the Illuminati. Hey, that was a good one, actually. <laughs> She's sharp. Hey, Aquila. Hey, you're on the call. Okay. Okay. You're on the call. You're right now. Okay. Okay. You're on the call. You're right now. Okay. You might not have your computer off.
Well, I'd like echo. There we go. Okay, good evening, David. How are you? I'm good. Good. Sorry, I was at the potluck, so I was I was there, uh, you know involved in that. Do you still hear hear me? I hear you. You you can okay, log into so the chat, a, David. But when you log uh, into the chat, I, you'll have to hit the mute button I, on that audio right next to the chat box. Uh, you you can't hear me. Yeah, but you're if you if you echo one, it means audio is coming through your computer. So if you hit the pause button, okay, I shut it off. It I, I shut it off already. All right, carry on. Still coming. Okay, okay. David. Um, that's good. You're here. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> you could just tell your story. So, um, well, you could tell how we met if you want to start there and talk to you. Well, yeah, how you want to do this. Uh, Oh, you know. Hello. Oh, he's just. Hello. He may have to write us a letter. <laughs> I noticed. There you go. Sandy's still here. I'm not sure. Baby, can you hear me? I'm not sure. Anyway, I, I can start with that. Um, when I went to Canada, I think Cus uh, texted me and let me know since I was going a couple, I guess a couple of people I had put on the Skype that I was coming and he was going through an issue and he said he wanted to uh, meet with me to, you know, try to see if I could help. But of course, uh, so I didn't go. I didn't get into uh, Canada like I wish. So I had. I've been turning around basically, and so I'm just leaving at that. And anyways, uh, Gus had gave him my number, I believe, and so he actually called me, told me about his story, and I was asking him how long he'd been listening to call, and he said, you know, quite some time, and. I began to, you know, question about here and there by his case, and I told him what I would do. That's usually what I do, and um, and I helped him out with some notices, I guess. This was a couple of, like a year or so ago, I think, almost. And that particular situation, he got it dismissed, I believe. He was dismissed. And, okay, he's logged back into the set. Hold on a second. I'm going to just type and see if can he hear me or do I need to call him back or what? But anyways, um, that's how I sort of met him, just over the phone. And then a couple of ones, there's another David in um, Canada with his wife. I met them on the Skype. Also, I met them. They actually came at the airport. Not this, so, and I was helping him as well. Um, let's see this. All right, what I'm gonna do? I don't know. Jesse's gonna hear it. I'm gonna hang up, guys, because when you do it two way, three way, somehow it don't actually. So anyway, I'm gonna hang up and I'll call back in. Hold tight.
Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I don't know what happened, guys. So, unfortunately, um, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> but anyway, that's how I met him. And um, I'll just tell a little bit more about his story. Basically, um, someone hit him with their car while he was on his bike. And let's just say that didn't go too well. I guess they got in an argument and the police came. But the police didn't see what happened, okay? And they was actually trying to charge him. So, um, anyways, he um, told me about it and I told him if it was me, this is what I would do. And he put his notices in. Um, he put it, you know, you know, he put his nose at their at that court, and they wouldn't take it for some reason. And but then um, he called. Then I hadn't heard him for three, four months. I want to say. And this past Sunday, it was yeah Saturday or Sunday. He called, and he had a court date on Tuesday. I mean, he's calling me around. I'm like, what? What happened all of a sudden? Never mind. I'm not going to even get into why he didn't call, you know, before. Why wasn't you coming on the calls? I said, anyway, here's what I would do. And I told him that. And he wrote some notices and he brought it to the, at that court. And he went to the clerk. He was saying they wouldn't take it. He had called me back. And I said, you sure they want to say, okay. So he gave it to the crown. As I said, the crown would be here in the states. We call them DA, district attorney. And I guess who he gave it to, they signed that they did get it. And so the next day, which was Tuesday, he went to court, and basically he said, "I require a man and a woman to come forth to say I do wrong. I require a man and a woman to come forth to say." I owe that. And he's, I forgot exactly what he said. The judge talked to him, and then the DA took him out. They wanted to say, look, you sure you don't want to settle this matter? You want to take a deal? And he said something like, if a man or woman going to come forth? And they said, okay. So the Crown and him, they went back in the court. And then they said the Crown just said, I withdraw. So pretty much that's what happened. But there's more details in there. I'm just summing it up quickly. So as I said, you know, this stuff does work. Um, I know it do, but now he knows. <laughs> and they, they, what happened, the guy that hit his bicycle did damage, but he said that David did damage to his car. And so I just told him, I said, the only, you know, man or woman could actually speak is the one you had the accident with. And I said, whatever the, the DA say to judge, they don't have first-hand knowledge, so I wouldn't worry about too much what they say. And I said, even if the guy did speak, he has to prove his case. So even if he did. But as I said, when he talked to them out in, like, the little lobby, they withdrew. You know, so it does, uh, you know, I'm not going to get in detail for every particular thing we put in the notice or what we said. Um, but I'm just telling you, that all I was using stuff I had heard on Carl's show, but Carl had spoke about what he did from that 
I was able to, you know, make these notes. And as I said, God's helped me with a lot of notices before. Um, and when he did, he had me maybe once or twice. Yes, he, he helped me write something. Actually, he wrote it. And from that point, as I said, no one write my notes for me, only I. And, I, you know, I don't have to have, hey, Gus, can you check this? Call, can you check this? You know, I know. And it works well for me. And I'll just say, that, uh-oh, he's on the call, so let me unmute him. Hold on. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going? All right, you can hear me. I was a bit telling your story, but I told him broken pieces, so <clears throat> if you want to go ahead and carry on, go tell your story before you get dropped off again. So I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead, carry on. Well, I didn't really get to hear what uh, you said earlier, but uh, anyways, it's been a frustrating uh, travels in this, this dealing with the legalese stuff. It's just been uh, so frustrating. I've gone to six uh, pre-hearings, I guess, uh, in front of JPs that didn't really have any authority, but you know, I've been arrested for failing to appear because uh, I was feeling si- officially feeling sick and I couldn't go. It was impossible. So I faxed the crown and gave my, my note or said that I would attend next week at, at their convenience. Then there was a uh, arrest warrant. And this is all based upon a, uh, a mischief under $5,000 that I had a road rage incident with this guy bumping my bike. I got angry, hit the, hit his hood and in, in, in uh, unintentionally uh, damaged it. Uh, but uh, when the police came, me and the guy were negotiating and, and part of the story, part of the, the thing that I'm really looking at is that the man acting as, as an officer or a peace officer at the time, uh, you know, he was part of the, well, I was negotiating with the guy for the hood, and he says, oh, pay me 700 bucks, and then we're clear. And I said, well, I conditionally accept your offer upon proof that my bike doesn't uh, uh, have damage, and that I needed that paid for. And then the officer got involved and says, listen, David, if you don't accept this guy's offer, $700, you're going to jail. It's like, wait, I'm just trying to negotiate with this guy. We're, like, there was There was no... There was a controversy before this peace officer, but, you know, we were negotiating. We were, uh, I was trying to negotiate with him, but then he threatened me that uh, if I didn't uh, accept his offer, that he'd throw me in jail. So I find that kind of peculiar. But anyways, from that, from there, I asked him if he uh, was, or like he said that he was under arrest. And I said, is that an order? And I had it on videotape that he ordered me to uh, uh, put put my hands behind my back, and and I said, "Is that another order?" So I got it all on film in the in the uh, the card that uh, that I was fulfilling his orders, and then he let me go on my own own recognizance, and uh, I had to show up at this police station, get fingerprinted, and photograph photograph um, photographed. And uh, so that was going to be another order that he's getting me to go in there. It's like, okay, I'll fulfill that order. So I did that. And then 
ended up at these these uh, these court courtrooms with hundreds of people. And since my process is different than everybody else's, uh, they always kept me at the last. So I have a busy bike shop. I got to do repairs and stuff. So here I'm stuck in this courtroom all day until about three o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't got any, anything done, and I'm dealing with the stress of having to, you know, make sure that they don't uh, uh, get one over me because I'm coming in as a man and not the. Uh, not the legal person. So the, in the beginning, it was really hard to deal with uh, the legal person issue. And we first started this, uh, Aquila helped me out with this technique. It's like, whom do you seek? The man or the person? Well, we seek the person. Well, do you have a man before you? And uh, tried that. And then the judge or the man in the back robe said, hey, if you're not David Lavin, go sit down. I said, is that an order? And it's like, but I got to say, honestly, that I wasn't that ballsy to, I tried a couple of times and I failed to hold my, hold my position as a man because I didn't uh, speak up or I was afraid of contempt. This, da, da, da. So, uh, so I did sit down and he says, uh, you know, so on the very last one in court, it's like, so who are you? And it's like, I'm a man, my name's David, and sometimes I would say that I'm of the Lavin family, but I'd never give my, you know, spell it out to them, like uh, my given name and family name, all in one sentence. It would be like uh, of the Lavin family. And then, well, you're required to uh, come back to court uh, in such such a date, it's out of order, and put it, uh, put it in writing. But these guys were JP, so... They brought me back at four, six times, the same charge. And uh, the very last one, fifth one there, I was able to get my notice to the crown, like hand it to him. It's like, this is my answer. Uh, this is my notice. And then I I went to the clerk, clerk of the court and I gave her my notice to give to the judge. And I said, I'm an idiot to uh, legalese and I don't understand any of this stuff. That you're that you're talking about, and so the judge would recommend. Well, uh, we have duty counsel here; uh, he can help you out with any uh, any questions that you might have. And I said, well, any man that that uh, that acts on my behalf um, holds all liability, something like that. Um, I think I'm right on that. Uh, yeah, holds holds liability. Liability. That somebody that somebody that acts on my behalf holds all liability, or is liable. And so they wouldn't. Uh, it's uh, the duty counsel say. Well, it appears that Mr. Lavin uh, doesn't need any assistance or doesn't want our assistance. So I, it's like man to man to the judge. And these are like very difficult things to get in your head that you can talk to this authority authoritative. Uh, individual that I've been in front of before, but, you know, as a per, as uh, a legal person, I guess. But uh, it was quite stressful. But uh, over those five periods of time, I was able to get more comfortable with what I had to do. And uh, with uh, Quilla's help, I mean, we got the first notices in. Um, I'm looking for a man or woman to bring forth verifiable claim that I do wrong. And that if no man, fair man or woman bring forth a verifiable claim, I require this matter discharged. 
So I'd say these a few times, and the man in the black robe and the crown, they sort of ignored it. But uh, I stood my ground, and then there was one time where a cop says, there were so many people in the in the courthouse that uh, this, the bailiff was walking around with a sheet of paper of the docket, and he told everybody to, uh, when the judge asks your name, whatever, you tell him the docket number and, and your name. So it came around to my turn. It's like, uh, I don't, uh, so then the bailiff goes, okay, so tell him your Tell, tell them your docket number and your name. It's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. All I'm here is to, to deal with a man or woman that's bringing forth fair bug. And then it, he suggested to the judge, that, listen, I told him what to say, but I wasn't, I wasn't having it. So I was just trying to do my best not to give, um, give up my status as a man. And uh, so it was that incident. And when I was arrested, they brought me in. They arrested me at work because I didn't show up for that one period of time for that one court day because I was sick. And the Crown didn't put it forth to the court or inform the court that I wouldn't be coming. So they ended up picking me up on a warrant, and I spent 24 hours in in lockup. Uh, and then the following morning, I'm ready to go. I'm coming out of the bullpen. It's like, okay, so where's the man or woman that says it done wrong? And it's like, Sir, we're just giving you bail right now, so, you know, just hang tight. There's like, no, I want to see the man or woman that's bringing forth a claim right now so I can settle this matter. And it's like, sir, we're letting you out. And at that point, I just said, I just got to get the fuck out of here. Sorry, pardon my language, but I got to get out of here. You know, I can't do shit inside. Uh, I'm not skilled enough, don't have the experience. And you're, 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 you're left with a golf-sized pencil and some terrible piece of paper. Anyways, you can't do much inside. So I, I had tried this stuff earlier, but different uh, different avenues, and it's very difficult. So anyways, I got to get inside. So it's like, okay, fine. I'm just like, I didn't I didn't really give them jurisdiction over. I probably did, but I got outside, and I was able to fight another battle, put my notices in. Like I said, I did I did put my notice in for the last time on the fifth time in court. It's like it, I had the, the Crown came out and talked about my notices and suggested what what was what was on it. And uh it's sort of a nightmare, you know, like I actually turned to uh I'd go out and like after after that particular time I went out and bought a bottle of whiskey. And I was going to tie one on just to stress leap, but I was, you know, strong enough just to wait until I got to my friend's place. And that night uh, was kind of frustrating because I got totally whacked out. And anyway, so it was uh, that that those situations are stressful. So I handled it that way. Uh, but I don't drink anymore. But um, anyway, so the trial's coming up. I'm thinking I want. I kept telling Aquila. Quilla, I want to charge this cop for freaking bringing me forth this into this case. And she says, not now, not now. Go after the man. And it's like, I was just it's like, why? He's the guy that put me in this place to begin with. He's the guy that arrested me, interrupted my negotiations with my fellow man. Why aren't I going after him? Because he's causing me all the pain and grief of having to go through this this 
this uh, the system. But she said, no, stick with the grind. You're bringing up too many. You're like you're grasping at straws at this point, not really focusing on who it is that I need to focus on and what I need to do. And I got three days left, like, because I was really stumped by that whole thing. It's like uh, I felt that I should be filing a claim. I talked about it earlier with uh, Aquila, but we couldn't agree on it. So it kind of made it kind of tough, and it was I was kind of frustrated because I think I talked to you, Aquila, about uh, filing claims because I always heard Carl say that you have to have your claim before the court. It has to be in there, not part of their file, because they don't have to hear it, but you have to have your own claim in front of the court. And we disagreed on that at that at one point. And that sort of stung me in the sense that, okay, if I can't do that, then what am I doing here? And I think after we talked afterwards, uh, can you guys hear me? I hear you. Okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry, I don't hear Carry anybody. On. So I'm like, am I just talking here for nothing? So, <laughs> sorry. So my, so anyways, at some, at the later points, three days before, you sort of agreed with me. I, I was trying to tell you about uh, 263 where uh, Carl's talking to the one guy that's talking legalese, but it's like he's saying you got to have your claim into court. So I, I said that to you, and she said, you sort of agree with me, so we did that. Uh, I spent the whole Monday away from the shop. Nobody's here. And uh, so I'm in this restaurant, and I'm trying to stay focused to write out the claim, uh, the itemized bill, and the order that I was going to give to the judge. So I I did up the claim that uh, this man uh, Sosa did trespass by 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 uh, using what was commonly known as a car and hit my bicycle, and then damaged property on that claim. It said damaged crop property. See Exhibit A, and that that would that was going to be my actual the bike itself brought into court. But I'll get to that point in a sec. But that's that's part of my claim, and then my bill was. Uh, that uh, Mr. So I re- uh, that uh, I require Mr. Sosa uh, that damaged my property, one rim, uh, CPX 33 Mavic rim, seventy dollars labor, sixty, something like that. So it was like uh, 130, 135, or sixty five for labor. So um, so that was my bill, and I and it said at the bottom I I will say. Here, I'll, I'll be, I don't have my notice in front of me, but uh, I say here that all, all to be true in open court. Sorry, man, I'm missing up on this one. It's okay. Just carry on. So anyways, that was at the bottom, and then I said, I'm, I'm in. So then, the, then that was the bill, and then the order was that uh, I require a man or woman to bring forth a verifiable claim that I owe a debt or I do wrong, or I did wrong. And that uh, uh, I require a man or uh, so, and then it says uh, I require uh, Lucas Sosa to compensate me for the damaged property. See Exhibit A. Was that the how it went? It's uh, did it was sort he supposed of, to bring I mean, forth a verifiable? Was, was, exactly, sort of. was he supposed to bring a verifiable claim? 
Yeah, uh, you, you, you're supposed to bring a claim, so you may verify yeah. said claim be true. But I that's mean, right. that's what it says, but you don't that's have to right. word yeah. part. That was word-to-word, word, actually. Just, that's word-to-word. That's word. Okay, that's and, then, story. and then I require a man or woman to bring forth a verifiable claim, and I will hold uh, any man or woman uh, any man or woman liable. Something, okay. Something like that. I'm sorry, I don't have my notices in front of me. So, I'm stressing because... I don't know how to deal with the, the witness because I'm thinking, is this witness coming in as a man or is he coming in as a person? He's coming in as a person, the legal name. He's representing the legal, uh, the legal name, and he's not uh, coming in just strictly as a man. So all the, all the episodes and podcasts that I've heard of are all, from what I can tell, is that there's never a, a wrong party. It's always that somebody's brought you in on a statue or an act. And there's no there's no um, there's no injury or harm or loss brought to an, another man, so I never got to hear what uh, or know how it is that I'm supposed to to question this this witness that's going to take the stand, and uh, that was a that was a real problem for me, and I and I think I mentioned to Quilla, but she, for some reason she wanted to hold that information close to her chest because for some reason that was important for me to not know that uh, answer to that but um, well let me let me talk from this point and I'll okay, carry sure, on yeah. so basically he was wanting he kept asking me uh, is he coming as a person as a man and I said and basically I told him I said why did that matter I said you know what if he coming as a chair or coming as this all you need to know is if there's a man or woman coming forth to say you do wrong or you owe a debt, I said, well, that doesn't matter. And I said, when he do, if he does take the stand and he do, then you could uh, question him. And he has to have his claim. You know, he might have a complaint against you, but he has to have a claim, just like any other man or woman. And so, all right, so now you go on for the story from that point. Well, what we're looking at is, is he bringing forth an itemized uh, bill and is he going to sign it as to being true, that he believes it's true? Is he going to take the witness stand and, and claim that I did him wrong on the witness stand? I felt that kind of uh, sort of a weak point for him because I, I know that he hit me with, my, with his car. And I thought he was going to be in an awkward situation because he'd have to, uh, you know, bear false witness against his brother. And I was, I was thinking, man, I, he, you know, he's Mexican. I'm just stereotyping here. I'm thinking that he's Catholic. I'm thinking he's got some religious background because the, uh, the Mexican people have suffered greatly. Any, any race that have suffered greatly. Anyways, I'm getting off topic here. So I thought that, uh, he'd have to bring an well, item. David, 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 Bill. And the other thing I asked you, even if he came forth, and what do you remember what I said he would have to do? He'd have to file a verifiable claim. And he has to prove it. That was and the main he, point. And he wasn't bringing something against you. That's great, but only one thing, they have to prove it. So if you remember that. Yeah, he'd have to, uh, first it'd have to be a claim. That. It has to be a claim before the court. Right. 
And he hasn't done that. He's just following the prosecutor. Right. Uh, For complaints, I guess. Even if he brought forth a claim, he still has to prove it. And I I think we got to the point where it's like, do you believe this? So you believe that this is true. And then it's like, well, I believe that my, my, uh, claim is, is true. Right. Right. It's about belief. Let me say this. I said, even if he brought forth a claim against you, great, but he has to prove it. And you you know, I'm never going to, you know, I told you what word I told you you should not use. Do you remember that? The word no. No, no, he's a liar. No, I'm there to settle. I'm there to you know, settle. I, I just said basically, if he came for with his claim, let's say he did came with a claim, he would have to prove that claim. Now he could say it was two thousand dollars, and you have to have a chance to verify. So you have to go to another shop, get some other other opinions, and see how much it really costs. Right? You have to have a chance to verify. So it has to be proven that that is the amount that you do owe him. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. So anyway, carry on with your story. So so you can get to the finish. Well, well, I, I was looking forward to, to asking him about this, this, this bill. It's like, uh, so you said that like during the roadside, when we had this, uh, controversy at the time, and we're trying to work it out. He said his uncle does auto body work and and somewhere I saw an invoice for seventeen hundred dollars that he was claiming is like his his cost of the body work, and it's like I was going to have to question him on. So your uncle did this type of work? Like who did this? Is it is a relative that did this work for you? Like I thought I'd have to question him, but the whole point was it's like I didn't want to give the court jurisdiction while I'm questioning this witness, and that hasn't that wasn't really touched upon that I have noticed out of any Carl's um, podcast about questioning a witness. Uh, so I was kind of in the shadows regarding that particular part of the uh, uh, staying staying in the at, at the court as a man. And what the else do you remember even if he said you owe that 17 and he came forth for the claim what would you did you remember what we I had said if it was me what I would do? Because the claim you wrote, but, yeah. it covers, basically, the claim you wrote, it covers all. Because you asked us for any man. Well, he's the man going to step forth, the DA going to step forth, mm-hmm. and you know, if DA step forth, we say, when you say the crown, or that man in the black robe, the prosecutor. do they yeah. have first hand notes? And you were like, no. I said, so why are you worrying about them? And then you said, well, I'm worried about the man. He's the one. You know, you had the controversy with. I say, well, great, but only one thing, he has to prove it. So isn't he a man? Good. So your claim that you wrote covers all of that. He would have to bring his claim, which he will not have that today because he don't know about this stuff. You do. And even if he did, and I said, even if he did have a claim, you would have to verify it. Do you remember that part? Yeah, I'd have to check it out. You have to have a chance to to verify that. True. Yeah. But there you go. And he can say, you can believe all day that is what you believe. Well, I'm going to tell you what to believe that this is worth $1,700. You know, but here is what happened to me. You know, you can tell your side of the story. Do you remember that? 
Uh, that uh, kind of sort we're, of. <laughs> we're talking about belief that he believe he would have to, or I'd ask him, do you believe that to be true? No, no. not like that. I'm saying okay. if he's saying you owe seventeen hundred dollars, yeah, for the damage, he's saying that's the damage you caused. First, mm-hmm. you have to have a chance to verify that to be true. And he, the second, he could believe that all day. He can believe it's two thousand. He can believe it's a million dollars you owe him. What you're going to pay him because he said he believe it? No, I think I put in my notice to that. that so required... there you go. That was the point of that. Yeah. But anyway, you can carry on from that point. Um, what happened at the court, basically? Uh, I think what I put down on my notice is that uh, I required a verifiable claim from him, but also so that I can. Verify that, uh, verify uh, the claim to be true was what I put down in my uh, my uh, claim. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, I got the claims done on Monday, and my strategy was just to try to get it into the court, to get it into with the clerk to file my own case. That was like plan A was to get my own case, file my claim into the court. But I knew off the get-go that this court desk or whatever, the clerks of this court is very businesslike. And to me, it seemed like a wall because you can't get anything with these people. They tell you that the file is with the crown or they have only uh, the original of the file and we can't put anything in. They'll tell me a bunch of excuses and I just feel like I'm pulling teeth here to try to get it in. So the, 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 the plan B was to grab, to, to take a look at the file and then just put it in, put my claim into the, uh, put it into the file because that's, that's what I feel is proper to do. So that wasn't available too. So then I went outside called the uh, quill. It's like, quill, they're not, they're not doing this. They're not let me, uh, file my claim or not let me see the file. So I'm at a loss. I don't know what to do. I can't get my claim in. So I'm going to be screwed at this point. And, and Carl's always pushing that. You got to have a claim before the court. So she suggested that I go to the crown, go to the crown's office, the crown's office. I believe you said that, right? A- anyways. Uh, so I end up going to the crown, but I, I, what I did was I took my notices uh, or my claim, I took my claim and I got four copies of it. I went to the post office and I heard the discussion with, um, I think it was Gus, this guy Mark, and uh, this other woman from Ontario, and she was filing a claim. It was really interesting how she was doing it because she used uh, uh, the post office and the postage stamp, like uh, the time stamp of the post office, and she found that after she did this, earlier she wasn't using that technique. She was just trying to put it into the, the court file and have it in her own case. She couldn't get it in, so she mailed it in and made sure that they stamped on the opposite side of the of her claim with a time stamp from the post office. And apparently the post office was the original uh, gathering place or courthouse within a township or, or, or a town itself. Like that's where they had the meetings. And I've always thought that 
uh, that uh, I've heard that a judge can just flip over, over a paper, and if there's nothing on the back that has value, he he can he can uh, ignore it. So I thought, you know, I have to get these things stamped. Uh, if it's not with a court time stamp, then it's with the post office. And that, to me, my understanding is that if it's stamped with a post stamp or it's a time stamp, it's got value in the courts. Like it's it's got merit to be there. So I got, uh, I think, four sets. I had my original, so I had three three copies of the, the original. I had each and every one of them on the back is stamped. And uh, so I put one of the originals into an envelope, and that's what I that's what I carried and uh, tried to deliver to the crown, crown's office. And apparently, they know me there now because I've sort of had those five earlier uh, showings of being a man or trying to work that process. So she says, "I'll deal with them," and it's like she came on, she's. The woman from the Crown came over and to the counter. It's quite shielded and stuff. And says, uh, "So, what are you doing here today?" It's like, "Well, I'd like to file my uh, put my claim into claim into the file." And she says, "Well, we can't accept any uh, envelopes that are closed. I don't want to accept it unless it's open." It's like, "Well, it's a mail doc. It's not mail, but it's it's an envelope. I didn't want them knowing what I was putting into the file for some reason." So we're having this bit of exchange, like, well, are you disrupt? Are you, uh, what's the word when you're trying to prevent justice from happening? Obstructing justice. Are you obstructing justice here? Because I'm trying to put my answer before the court. That's what, that's what I told her. And she said, well, I can't accept this. It's in an envelope, and I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to accept it. And it's, it's her case. It's her right because it's their case, not mine. So I go downstairs, I'm fresh as hell, I don't know what the hell to do. Uh and it's like call Quilla, Quilla, they won't even take they won't even take my claim from uh from me. And uh, they want they want me to take it out of the envelope. It's just, uh, Quilla says, Dave, don't worry about it. Take it out of the envelope and present them your claim. So I go back upstairs and it's like, listen, I'm sorry you know, I'm sorry for what happened that misunderstanding that happened earlier, but I'm just going to present you with my claim. And another woman came up and uh, she, she dealt with me at the counter. She said, so is this what you want to put into the uh, the case file and I, or, or give us to the, give this to the crown? It's like, well, this is my claim before the, this is my answer before the court. This is my claim. And she says, okay, I, I can take this. Uh, also, there was a notice along with the claim, the bill, the order, and a notice that I was going to bring my evidence into court. But that, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, but anyway, she ended up taking it. But before she left, I asked her, can you sign a do- just sign a piece of paper stating that you've got my claim, you got my bill, my enemy's bill, and you got my order and my notice of my evidence? She said, no problem. So she gave her name and uh, did this uh, uh, for me. So I... I got into the file, but you know, with uh, from what I've heard from uh, Carl, is that they don't have to hear, they don't have to hear anything from your, from you because it's not part of their case. But it was my answer, definitely. It was my claim, and I was hoping that the Crown would have to uh, read it out to, an op- in an open court, and whatnot. So, um, 
Anyways, the next day, I was quite nervous. I've tried to get my friend to, to come and support me. He's been busy and stuff, but he ended up uh, giving me a ride with the bike, and he's and he's he said, oh, this is so exciting. This is like a Shakespearean play. It's like, no, no, just calm down, man. I've got to stay calm here because I think I'm going inside. I got I, I gave my phone. I had some numbers on my filings of my, my legal documents because I know I can keep those. So I can call from the inside, and I gave my keys. It's like, this is going to be, I was prepared for the worst situation. So, you know, we're traveling there. We get there, bring the bike. And right off the get-go, there's controversy. It's like, sir, you can't bring in this bike. It's like, it's got, it, I put a, a sheet of paper, a four-by-four four sheet of paper, David's Exhibit A, on the wheel, within the wheel of the bike, the whole bike. And it's like, and then the, this uh, public servant uh, officer of the court said, no, sir, you can't take this in. I said, well, excuse me, I, I did talk to the Crown, and I talked to duty counsel about bringing in a bike, and they said that they've seen officers uh, bring bike bicycles into courts as evidence, whether it be part of a crash or whatever. And I said, well, this is part of my case. And I said, are you obstructing justice here by preventing me from bringing my evidence in? And so anyways, I uh, got to the point, well, what's your nor- name, your badge number? And it says, what's yours? And it's like, well, I'm not giving you, well, you know, are you obstructing uh, justice here? But I could arrest you. And I said, what I require from you right now in public service to be served and to allow me to bring my bike into the courtroom. He says, it's not going to happen. You can go park it outside. It's like a, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred dollar bike. You can go put this next to, uh, it's an old Italian Red racer, Pinarello. Anyways, go lock it outside. Like I have no lock, so we ended up sticking it back to my buddy's buddy's uh, uh, truck. So after that, we got it in the truck. So we get back in, <sighs> get back in. So we go to sit down, um, and we look at the court docket, and there's all these other people in front of me. I'm supposed to have a trial in this court courtroom, uh, but. It's not hap- It's not at this particular place because there's other parties. I'm like the last on the docket. So something's wrong with this situation. So the guy that I talked to the day before about bringing my bike in, I said, hey, do you, am I in this court? Because it doesn't seem like a trial court. And uh, so he says, uh, he goes to look at the dock. He says, no, you've been moved to 310. So me and my buddy, we go over to 310 and uh, we check inside and there's one guy sitting on the opposite side. I thought it was him for a second because I haven't seen this guy in over a year and it's quite a bit fuzzy about that incident. But uh, I thought it was him. And then I said, and then the Crown asked us to step outside and she said, well, we're waiting for the witness to show up and it's going to take about half an hour. Can you, uh, do you guys mind waiting? And she said, I said, well, we'll wait. And then, I don't know if that's right. Hold on. Okay, no, what we, what we did was, sorry, we walked inside, we sat down, and, and the Crown said that, uh, yeah, this is Mr. Lavin or David. First off, they asked my, my, my name. I'm in court, and it's like I, I, I sat down, I stayed seated. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. So what happened was is that uh, I, I, uh, the judge asked me who I was, and I was, I believe I was standing but I didn't sit or I didn't get up when he came in. I 
I, I did maintain, maintain that position that he wasn't somebody special that was going to cause me to get out of my seat. Unless it, anyways, uh, so he asked me who I was, and I said, my name's David. I just, you know, I thought I just gave my first name. Okay, okay, David. He did. He didn't ask me for my last name because the crown said I was who I was. Um, he mentioned, and I. He mentioned. Uh, what else did he mention? He. Uh, so we're proceeding here that there's a trial, but we're waiting for a witness. But I believe I have. I'll have jurisdiction. He mentioned that out loud, that he's going to have jurisdiction. I said, well. Uh, how do you want to, How would you like to be addressed? Uh, uh, how do you normally get addressed? I'm talking to the man here in the black robe, and he says, "Well, it's customary that people call me Honor." And uh, okay, so do they call a judge? And they go, "Well, no, it's Honor's fine." I said, "Well, how about man to man?" And it's like, "Well, well, there's women here," and it's like, "Well, I can address the women when it comes to addressing them." It's, it's sort of it was very, I would say that the crown and the judge were so nice. They're very relaxed, congeal, like uh, congenial, like they're very calm and stuff. And and they say, well, the judge said that, or the man that is the judge said that we're going to recess for for uh, half an hour and see if the witness is going to show up. So me and my friend, we... Uh, we just exited the uh, courtroom. Like everybody stood up. We, I stayed sitting, seating down, and then the judge left, and then we left the courtroom, and then we went outside to a nice area around the court, around the courthouse. And I just try to stay cool, try to, you know, keep the energy down because you know I get I'm got some Irish blood, and the blood rises pretty easy, so I need to keep it down so I can think clearly under the sit. sit under the circumstances. So we're out there and it's like time to go in and and uh, we we're waiting there and it's like I know this night this guy's not coming up because earlier back in the uh, first four or five uh, appearances where they're trying to get jurisdiction over me uh, the Crown mentioned that we're having a hard time getting a witness. But uh, he ended up sending in that invoice invoice for 1700 bucks for his car. But apparently, so they had some sort of contact with this individual. Uh, so we're waiting outside. Uh, it's nothing, because the judge hadn't, hadn't come back. So the, the cop comes over me, and this guy is so authoritarian. He's like, he sort of got this, this, this persona of being like authoritative, and he doesn't know when to shut it off. So he comes over, he says, David, like, really, that's like, who are you? You talking to me? Like, who's this guy talking to me in such a way? He's a public servant. I know that. And I, I, when I see them on the street, it's either morning, good morning, public servant, good afternoon, public servant, or good evening, public servant, just to remind them that they are the public servant. They serve us. So anyways, it's like, uh, why, why are you talking to me? What, what do you want to do? So, well, we heard that you maybe you might, might want to work something out, work out a deal here uh, uh, regarding this. It's like, I have nothing to say to you. You're a wrongdoer. You trespassed upon I, and I'm filing a claim against you. 
I told him that it just had to come out. Like it, I just I had to get that off my chest, and I said, "You're a public servant," and I, that's the last thing I said. And they shut up. Uh, they went to go back to he went to go back to sit where he's sitting with his partner there. So we're sitting there. It's like, whoa, this is like this is something else, man. So then the crown comes out up and to me, and she says, "Well." You guys, you want to settle this matter, don't you? And I, I said, yeah, any man or woman comes forth to bring a verifiable claim, I'll, I'll settle with them. I'm here to settle. Stay in honor. Because if you don't uh, try to settle the matter, then you're, you're going to dishonor and you're debtor. So that's what I understand about that. So and I said, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll settle with any man or woman that brings forth a verifiable claim. And uh, okay, then... Uh, so she left. She says, you want to be like that or something like that? And I, she left. And I said, yeah, that, that, this is my position. So she calls me in between the uh, foyer, between the courtroom and the hallway. So I'm in the, this, she invited me into the, this foyer with her and the officer. My friend came along. And uh, I've heard Carl say that uh, anybody that speaks in court should swear or take the witness stand before they speak, because they're not truly speaking. So I said, I told the crown, I, and I asked the crown, and I asked the officer, are you guys willing to take the stand? Because all I'm hear, hearing are these, I'm hearing these words, but they're not, you know, I don't understand what you're saying. Um, I'm here to settle any claim that if the, the, of any claim of a man or woman that says I've done wrong. That's all I'm doing. So are you willing to take the stand? They said, it's, and they said, no, we're, we're, I think this is not going to work. They said, the Crown said, oh, I don't think this is going to work out. So we, I left uh, this little foyer and sort of my friend. So we were sitting there. Uh, so the Crown, the Crown came out again to the, the waiting area and, and said, uh, I don't think uh, we're going to proceed with this, uh, this matter. I think we're going to withdraw uh, the matter. So, you know, she said that that doesn't matter to me because unless it's like finalized and I'm outside the building, I don't believe anything that they say that, you know, they were lying about the, about uh, the witness coming, you know, they're trying to, it was like a poker game. It was such like a poker game, like uh, Texas Hold'em where they're making, they're saying that they got something. And if you don't do, it was almost a threat that, what, you want to do this? You sure you want to? The crown was like this: that like, you don't want to, you don't want to work with us. Uh, similar to that, and then it's like, no, this is my position. I'll, I'll set up with any man or woman. It brings forth verifi- verifiable claims. So we go back in, and we're sitting there, and I could sort of hear the judge coming through. There's like pro- possibly two doors where he's and his chambers there, I guess. So I can hear him come. So I start tying on my shoes. I'm sitting in the front. I start tying on my shoes so I don't have to stand up. I heard Carl talk about this. So I did the same thing. So I'm tying on my shoes. And it's like I'm bent down. He's coming. Everybody stands. I'm still tying my shoes. So I don't have to uh, get up uh, to acknowledge that or to make it appear that uh, I'm giving him jurisdiction over me. So I'm sitting there. And I didn't move. I didn't sit up. And... I'm sort of like, you know, if you don't understand something, you're not really 
engage with it, uh, with your attention. So I'm just looking down at the ground, just listening to this legalese being said, that stuff that I don't understand. And uh, I heard the crown said, well, your honor, we're, we're the crown's uh, position is that we're going to withdraw from this, this, this matter. We're not, uh, we're not getting it. We're not, uh, it's, we're just going to withdraw. So, um, I heard this, and and then the judge was saying, you, you, "That's your position." She said, "Yeah, that's the position." And then he says, "Okay." Um, uh, and and then I said, "Well, I require this matter discharged," because I heard Carl say that before too. That I require this matter discharged, and I didn't get that. Uh, I didn't get what I wanted there. But they they said that they're not never going to bring it back. And that, and then uh, they, they said they weren't going to take it back. And then they were talking some more. And I said, I also require a piece of paper that's that you signed that this has been withdrawn. So I have some evidence. So when I leave the building, I'm not arrested because you've changed your mind or something. So um, uh, the judge said, Well, you can go out to the the that that uh, what they call a court counter and get the the document that says that it's been withdrawn and that it's signed and I said well I would require it now because I just want to have the piece of paper and leave the courthouse as soon as possible and then he goes well I guess oh you know what we have a photocopy machine in here so what they did was he signed I apparently the I haven't even looked at it uh, um, the withdraw with the withdraw order and the clerk of the court she uh photocopied and handed me the copy and i just like did a 180 and turned around and exited the court and uh it's been such a bit of a battle because i unintentionally damaged this guy's car and i felt that i had to pay and that that would have been the right thing to to settle with this guy because it's just an axe. But then he has to he has to pay for my damage, which Aquila kept saying you got to put bring your bill, your itemized bill for your damage to count to, um, to put your bill for before the court, and that would have been so. That's what we did. We worked on the claim, the bill, the order, and the notice. Uh, so I had that done, which felt really good just to get it off, and then. There was a funny story, though. After I put it into the Crown's notice, uh, Crown's case, case file, I gave it to the Crown, I left and I ended up on the bus and I ended up back at the subway station. Uh, Quilla, can you tell, tell them what happened there? Because I can't really remember exactly what I was. just got so heated about something. Like, I didn't do something right, and that if I didn't do it, I was gonna, it's going to be the worst thing ever. So, do you remember that? Well, you talking about what you felt you was when you left. You talking about after you left. When I ended up at the, we were talking on the bus. I ended up in the subway station, and it's like you're saying that you should have done. Oh, he wanted to. I told him he should have gave his paperwork to the clerk so she could ballot. He would. He didn't get that done. So I said, okay, you know what? This is your case. You know what? You do as you wish. And that's not you know because he was telling me you got a postal stamp. Yeah. Um, and I said, I wouldn't do that. I said, when you get a stamp, let the clerk stamp it. Because what they did at the post office, that's for the post office. That has nothing to do with the court. 
And so that's when you got off the bus, I guess, and went back up there, and then you gave your paperwork to the crown. So I think that's what to the crown's office, yeah. But I was upset because I felt like I just didn't do it right. I didn't get my claim in. I didn't get it filed. And here I am giving it to the Crown, but the Crown doesn't even have to see it. It's not part of their case. Well, they can is. totally they ignore it. Who, so I'm just wondering. Oh, I didn't get my Crown. I didn't get my claim in. You know? They're the one who is moving the case. The Crown is. That's, that's their case. So you need to shut them down. And that's what you did. With the claim? With yours. Your paperwork. But they don't have because to Because first of all, do they have first-hand knowledge what happened? What's the crown there? No, not at all. Okay, was the judge at that, that scene what happened? Nothing. No, nobody all has right, first-hand so knowledge. Why are you worried about what they have to say? Because they don't have first-hand knowledge, they can't do anything unless you agree. So if you had agreed, you say, okay, yeah, we make a deal, and you feel they have the power over you, you feel that they can do this. And that's what a lot of us at one point I felt. But when I know better, I do better. So I know they can't do anything to me. They don't have anything to do with this. And you can call them out on that. And pretty much you said, I'm only here to settle with a man or woman. You want to take the witness stand? You think they're going to put their stuff and be held liable? Not in this life. That's why they didn't come. So anyways, mm-hmm. you told your story. I hope you learned from this. I hope you you know, understand a lot better, and I think your confidence will be, have grown. So, And you still have some growing to do. We all do. But at least you did it, <laughs> and you won. So that's the point. I know it was stressful, if, as you say, but once you get through that, and I, like I said, I got up in court, and I spoke, and the judge uh, told me to sit down. I was a little fearful, truth be told. But I knew what, what I was doing is correct, and I knew who that man was. And I knew he had no power on me. And he could speak all he wants, say, do this, do that. I don't have to follow. I don't have to listen. You know, but you know one thing, Carl? But it's how you that... do it, too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go on. No, but Carl says, if I was a judge, man, I'd get every one of you on contempt. Like, he goes and plays the devil's advocate. It's like, shit, man, I'm going inside because <laughs> you just, any judge could just say, let me, let me say this Contempt, to you, 30 days. I've been there, man. I, it's not a good I place know, to be. But the problem is, you know, and, and I was once that way, so I can kind of talk about this. I would hear Carl say this. I would hear Carl say that. And, you know, it's like, and I, I put it in a perspective as if you're a kid in the candy store. Say, oh, I want this candy. I want that candy. You're just trying to grab it all. But you can only eat for so much. So he's saying a lot of things that is good information, great information, but you need to know how to use it, okay? Break, break. Break, break. We, we, speaking. We ta- will you be taking questions? A lot of details there. Sure, sure. being left out. All right. Go ahead. You. you can go ahead and speak. You want to ask David or me? Well, that was my question. I'll let others ask the details. What was your question? My question was asking about the questions. Thank you. And so so what I was telling David, and I tell others, you get in a candy store, and you're trying to grab everything, okay? Because everything looks good, everything. It's like when I heard Paul, that's the way I want. I want, oh, I want to get the, oh, I can do it this way. I can do it that way. That's, you know, and, but at the end of the day, you got to cipher through all that and use what fit you. 
Because it's like, if I told you bake a chocolate cake or just bake a cake, there are so many flavors. You're not going to put strawberry, chocolate, banana, lemon. You're going to put all those flavors in the cake to make one cake? You don't need it all. You just need what you need to use. You make it a chocolate cake, just use the chocolate. That's it. You don't need any of those other flavors. So you only take from what you need, what you, you know, could use at the time. And which depends on what you're doing. And so that's what I was trying to get you to see. And that's a lot of times they would say, oh, but Carl said this. No, but he said this, that. I'm like, you're not hearing well. And a lot of times I hear on the call, many calls. Oh, Carl said this. Oh, Carl said do it that way. And I'm telling people, yeah, he said all of that. And how do you use it? Then they can be quiet. So it's like I can give you a recipe for the cake. Now I give you the instruction. Can, even if I did all of that, can you make that cake? See, it always rely, you know, on yourself, your ability, what you could do. But that's it's what I home. felt. I felt like I had to I had to do what I felt like like sometimes you you listen to Carl and you, you get to a position it's like you just gotta go with your gut and do what you gotta do, but then there's like you know, that's it feels right to, to file a claim against that officer. It felt right to do that, but you're saying, No, no, don't do it and it's like I'm glad I listened to you because you know, it wasn't the right way because now that uh, the the crown or the court had uh, withdrew the matter, it puts him in a uh, in a sort of awkward position because there's they they found me not guilty for the crime. So, you know, all I know is that this inter- individual inter it was a third party interloper into my my uh, agreement with this other man trying to settle the matter, and he interrupted and said, "Listen." You don't accept this offer, man. You're going to jail. That's a trespass to me, the administrating property without right. So okay. I'm glad that I listened to you on that point, yeah. Well, but and also I was telling you about that, you know, when the, that officer came on the scene, you know, because he didn't see what went on. But maybe he saw He didn't that see, he, yeah, he didn't, have, he didn't see the accident. So. Right, that's what I'm saying. But he did probably see he was in a hostile state. No, no, by the time he got there, we're both calm. I was calm. I, like Carl says, give your, you know, don't do anything by the roadside by arguing with the guy or, you know, I just, I just gave my government uh, owned uh, driver's license. Right. Break, break. Break, break. Go ahead. I can talk about that too. The the two of you know the uh, terminology. You've had a chance to battle it back and forth, but a lot of us may not know what's going on. So when you ask for details, you understand what you're asking, but can some of the other uh, guests oh, ask the, uh, for some details or specifics? Yeah, well, maybe we should so we can take understand some Maybe we can take some questions. All maybe right. Or just rudely interrupt like I did. No, that's not. Breaker. All right. Wait, wait, wait. One at a time. Ladies first. <laughs> Go ahead, Emily. Um, I I wasn't here for a few minutes, so I missed some of it. But um, the, was the case dismissed because the witness didn't show up? Is that what happened? Um, uh, okay, I'll try. David, you can try to answer that. Then I'll elaborate after that. Go ahead. Well, norm normally what I think happens is that uh, people. Uh, 
that haven't understood where they come from, that they're a man or a woman, and that they have more rights than than government. Like it's God from from hearing Carl, he says it's God, man, government. It's not the other way around. So people don't know who they are when they go into court. So they go into court, they're nervous, they're sweating. They got the, you know, they, the penalty could be great. It could be less, but it, you know, they're looking the worst case scenario. So they're saying the court will ask you, do you consent to these proceedings? And they'll say, yeah. So they're willing to be the play, the person, the legal name and then have the court give the court jurisdiction over them. So for me, uh, when they can't wanted to cancel or withdraw the case, they're bluffing about the witness, and also that I said I kept to my my story that I'm there to settle with any man or woman that's bringing forth verifiable claims. So there wasn't that, there wasn't that aspect. But then the cop and the the the, the prosecutor came to me and they said, "So do you want to work with us?" And and I finally said yes. And it's like, okay, you're the I'm giving them authority over me and I'm going to be playing the defendant, which is not a good place to be. Uh, So when I said that I, I'm I'm just here to settle with any man or woman that's bringing forth a verifiable claim. And they asked the crown said, well, are you sure you want to go that route? And I said, yep, I'm good. So I never gave them jurisdiction over me. And that's, and that's why I think they withdrew because if, if, uh, did the witness show up? No, no, he didn't. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, let me elaborate a little bit. Um, yeah, I can't say exactly why, but I'll just tell you this. He stood his ground, he, and they can't move against a man. They had their public service, no way. And on top of that, they had no witness. Even if they had a witness there, it's not their case. They don't have firsthand knowledge. They can't even speak. They have nothing to do with it. But, you know, we were led to believe that they do. This is how things go. In their world, yes. But we're coming against a man and woman, no way. How could your public servant tell you what to do? And furthermore, that man and woman have not even seen what happened or went on. They can't even be a witness. And they have nothing to do with your case or that situation. Well, hold on. There's a discrepancy here. Okay, the, wit- the the witness was the one that was in the car that hit him. The peace officer showed up and made it a public issue for some reason. So there was really no witness on the state's or the Crown's side to begin with, was there? Nope, because the police officer, he can't witness. Yep, did it unless it was the guy who hit him. Yeah, it the was... Man, uh... The man who hit him. He could tell his side of the story. So I'm curious. I'm curious. Did it stem on a witness at all, or did the crown couldn't prosecute its claim or whatever? Well, they were pushing a complaint of uh, mischief under five thousand, and there was really no talk of. It was more about the statute or this this uh, act that they're pushing that that I that I was accused of uh, breaking the law by willfully damaging another man's property, and the total was under 5000 So there was really no witness involved. Like the, He was like, the that I did damage to him, but you never heard about him. They never presented Canada. him. 
In yeah. Canada, can the Crown press charges on another's behalf without them pressing charges? Well, that's what they're doing. It's not like he filed a claim against me in uh, claims court. It was uh, it was uh, me against the Crown or me against Regina. So it wasn't against. It wasn't uh, a, a claim issue with another man. Where I'm the prosecutor, he's the wrongdoer, or vice versa. That was a damn good question. I'm giving myself a pat on the back right there. <laughs> Did I answer it? No. You're leading the witness. You're leading the witness. <laughs> well, but in, the a crown, way, in a great way. <laughs> the, the crown, because the officer did show up for for whatever reason, maybe the uh, guy in the car called, or I don't know. But because he did, officer, yeah, the guy in the car called. Okay, so oh, once God. once the officer's on scene, um, he's going to make a report. I mean, he has to. Everything is recorded in the legal world, and so. Basically, it sounds like from the officer's point of view, just an allegation. He's not uh, saying anybody's guilty or anything. He just says, uh, this is what seems to have happened, that there was a breach of the peace or what you call maybe mischief up, uh, up there in Canada. And so the state, the Crown, has a duty to um, keep the peace and punish those who do not keep the peace. And so that's why they were um, didn't in moving, one call moving a David, case. David didn't one call. There was something said about he was blocking traffic in that situation. Uh, no, not. I mean, it was basically just the guy. Uh, so the guy that uh, hit me, and I responded by pounding on his head. He called the the police about this the situation. Well, I'm saying, was there, a traffic, was there a traffic jam? Well, I stopped. There was no place for me to go. And uh, I'll tell you just a brief situation about what happened in that accident or the, that situation is that I was... How big was is your just, bike? It's just a regular It's just a regular bicycle, two wheels. It's not three wheel. Okay. But the point is, is that uh, I was going along the curb lane going to be going through a, a major intersection. He was in the passing, he was in the passing lane. So I'm coming up behind him. He decides to turn out of the pass lane into the curb lane, almost cutting me off. I escaped this, uh, this, uh, you know, failure on his part. Uh, but he almost took me out there at that point. So I get around him. Uh, so the person behind me going through the intersection, ending up on the other side of the street going eastbound, it's a one way, it's a sort of, Park cars on one side, and then there's a streetcar tracks on the other. So you only got one lane. So who's behind me honking the horn? It's this guy that almost took me out. So it's like, what the fuck is this, man? He almost takes me out, and he's honking at me to get me out of the way. So you freaking kidding me? Because I did a lot of riding earlier in that season. I had to. I got hit in the arm with slap with some guy's mirror at. Uh, 60 kilometers an my, my life was uh, endangered a lot. I was exposed to a lot of situations that my life could have been endangered by motorists not giving me enough space, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, this is in October. So at the end of the season, it's like he's got the nerve to honk at me. So I stopped the bike. And as I stopped the bike, I can feel my back wheel catch underneath his plate because the plate was just sort of above the center point of the back wheel. So as he's pushing my bike, he, the back tire is catching the bottom of his license plate. So I know he hit me. So I turn around. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I was angry. 
Because, you know, you're pumped with adrenaline. Like, if you're moving actively on your uh, bike, you're so close to, like, fight or flight mode. Uh, because they they can threaten your life and they can take you out. And I've had it happen to me. I've been riding for over 25 years, but, uh, you know, I just lost my temperature or lost my uh, temper. Yeah. What I was going to know, though, is like after you've made contact, did yeah. you stay in the road or something? Like, was there I did. I stopped calling? in the middle of the road. I stopped at all because what are you going to do? Hit me now? You going to run me over? People, my bike and run I, me over? I guess people were being like neighbors and worried about you. So, you know, people are their cell phone police, you know. No, I had witnesses that supported my claim, but, uh, you know, anyways, I got angry, and I was outrageous. Yeah. I was totally, you What's know, lose my temper. I was in the wrong that way. I, was, I lost my temper. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like me, if I was, like, two rows behind you and I couldn't see, I'd be nervous calling the cops. Like, oh, my God, is this guy's spleen on the road or something? I can't see. I have a question. What's there a uh, – what's – after you went through the intersection, was there still a, a bike lane there? No. No, okay. it was just parked cars. It, it was on. Yeah. Was on. You said, uh, you mentioned that his license plate was rubbing your back tire. So that means that you must have been in the middle of the. Uh, I the was right in the middle of the road. That's right, because yeah. I had no place to go. And if for the me, right cyclist, for, if you listen for a second, you, you were in the right of way for vehicular traffic. And so it doesn't give anyone a right to hit you at all. But. There is a common courtesy, which, which would what we would call common law, where cyclists do their best to stay out of the way of uh, vehicular traffic and vice versa. So he, he did come into your lane uh, before the intersection, it sounds like. That's right. Yeah. But, but was that yeah. for a reason? Was he, was he avoiding another accident or anything? No, he was stuck behind traffic. He just wanted to have a, a, th- a throughway. So he, the, the the best approach that he thought at that time he believed was to, to cut, get out from behind somebody and get into the passing lane. So his, that was viewing, the only lane. his viewing was obstructed by the car he was trying to go around, right? No, but I'm behind him. Oh, man, that's terrible. No, no, there's nothing happened. Like, there's no incident except that he almost took me out, and I know how to defensively ride my bike. But the point is, I don't sit next to parked cars and wait for a door prize either. So if if there's only room enough for a car, and maybe maybe a, a foot foot on either side, there's no place. I don't want a car to squeeze me out because I'm going to be sucking my or being right next to parked cars, allowing them in. I'm taking that road until I get I find space up the up the up the road to sort of move over and allow people to get past me. I'm not. I'm trying to go fast. I'm trying to make sure that they don't squeeze me out and, and sideswipe me. So I have to basically take the middle of the road. That's why he was honking. And I was like, come on, you just freaking almost take me out. My adrenaline's pumped at that point because he almost did take me out. And I barely, I just barely missed. I had to go so close to the curb. Uh, and I was pumped at the time, unfortunately. And, but, uh, it's, you know, it's a hard place to ride your bike, man. It's on the roads these days. People are busy taxing and, it's quite dangerous. So yeah, you're people are people are busy using the road for what they pay for, and so cyclists do have to remember that the city or municipality does designate certain places where cyclists have a right of way, but that it doesn't. Uh, how is it? How is it in Canada though? What's the rules up there? Well, if you feel like you're on, if you, the situation's unsafe, you can you can take a lane. 
Um, but we're talking about legalese, the whole city structure, the contracts, all of its uh, uh, form of legalese, I believe. It's not straightforward English, is it? So I wouldn't understand what they're saying or sort of... Well, that's, that's more common law, actually. The, uh, the common courtesy of, let's just say the road, that's where you were. And so uh, it's not legalese. There are, there are certain aspects of it that are administered, such as a bike lane where the state says, okay, cars, you stay over here, bikes, you go over there, do not mix, you guys are separate. And if something happens, we'll come figure it out and each uh, party will be made, will be made whole. Um, but, you know, like you said, you were frustrated and it, it went above and beyond common courtesy on both sides. It seemed like there, you know, where maybe that guy was honking at you and uh, kind of pushing you around because you were in the road, but, uh, I can be there, but that doesn't give him a right to, uh, bump me from behind. I can stand right there. It's like, he doesn't have a right to use his his car as a weapon. You're north of the canadian border and uh we're down here so we're just trying to see how it's uh set up there you know for bicycles yeah I definitely, that's all, yeah like i said before i don't think he should bump you at all he can honk the shit out of his horn and even call the cops on you if he wants yeah, but um, he can't hit me but i just said that yeah he can't yeah, bump you at all. so yeah. yeah you sound a little defensive right now too um i'm not blaming you i'm just saying that there's a little more to this whole story that does not involve any anything to do with Carl Lentz or common law or man or anything, and that is emotion. And turning around and banging someone's hood, if you cause damage, like you started to say you wanted to negotiate with the guy, because you know at that point you turned around, had a little bit of rage, did something, and realized it was wrong. And so you negotiated with him, or try to. Yeah. And every time you went into this court and you said, I want to talk to the man, blah, 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 you have every opportunity to talk to the man. Go over to his house and you negotiate. Can't do it. That's the thing, though. I would have settled with this guy in a private, but they, they keep, after I was arrested, they wouldn't pass the information on to me. And probably what I could have done is got his information before the police got there. So I'd have it on me, but uh, they kept this. They still have his information. That's, that's a good point, right there. Didn't have the information to sell it. You know, there was a I tried, controversy. I would have. Yeah. I would have definitely. Okay. Was, was the guy's secret? Okay. <laughs> do you do you know if the guy's name it's is Al? For sure. The guy okay. that hit you was his name Al. No. Well, we saw talking about the Canadian guy. Well, I don't know. There's a video where there's like a Cummins diesel truck going up a hill and it's smoking all the bikes that goes by. I was just no, wondering if that was state. the same. That was the states oh. that happened uh, okay. where this guy plowed five cyclists. I think he killed three or something like that. No, this is the one where he's going up the hill and you mash a diesel engine. You know, when you mash the pedal, the extra yeah. puff of smoke comes out and he's driving by these cyclists and just smoking them. Yeah, that sounds funny. But, uh, yeah, it was a hard part about the witness because Carl doesn't really talk about uh, how to deal with the man except for just settle with him. That's that's what I think I get from him. And if you cause harm to another man, just pay. You know, that's what he says. Pay the man. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and then if then if you feel like it wasn't correct, sue them later. But yeah, you definitely want to like uh, re what do you call that? Restore them, and then if there was a problem, you could sue them later for whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely learned some valuable lessons, and uh, I appreciate uh, Quilla helping me with it. I mean, she I call her up; she's there. She's always there. I'm never. There. You never said you. You never said I'm busy. Never, never, never there. I'm always here. Yeah. <clears throat> but back to this: uh, where to be on the road? That's a highway traffic act. That's got nothing to do with my safety. I see. I want to be left alone because I know how to ride in the city without uh, being involved with cars. I jump the red light. I'll wait until everybody, the cross traffic comes to a stop on a yellow and I'll, I'll, I won't wait for the light to turn green. I'll get red so I can move myself. It's all strategy. What are your courtesy rules up there? Like your bicycle? Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. For for do you like have reflectors on your bicycle or any kind of like lights or anything? Is that required or just common courtesy or what? At nighttime, it's required. It's at nighttime, it's required to have. Uh, yeah, you should have like if they want if cops really want to get technical about reflectors, you're supposed to have red on the front and red on the back on the stays on the fork. It's a it's quite uh, bright after a police officer tell you to put on certain reflectors or whatever, but uh, I run a daytime light, and it's fairly bright. I actually put it on the left side of my handlebars. It's like a Tour de France type of bike, so I put the light, the red light that runs during the daytime and night on my left, so it makes it look like I'm actually going to the left-hand turn signal. It also makes me appear that I'm further to the left into the laneway than I am because people are driving subconsciously. They're not even thinking, so they're taxing. See some guy up there with a red light. What I'm getting is that I'm getting more space. And I just did this last week. I did it last year. It seemed to work. But I'm going to stick with it because it uh, seems to give me more more of a, a gap between between me and the driver as they pass me by. So you just have to do whatever you can to just get that space because if I'm on a road that there's doing 60 kilometers an hour, I don't know how much that is in miles. If I get sideswiped, I'm done. I'm an, I'm, I'm a paraplegic. So I haven't ridden at all this year, man. I've ridden, you know, 160 K's total uh, and maybe well, rode today, but Dave, David, I appreciate your time. I got like a final question. Do y'all have What's a that? pothole? Do y'all have a pothole issue up there? Because I've known some people to hit potholes oh and get all ma- all mangled up, you know, on their bicycles. And they're bad down here. Man. Oh, my. They're bad. But you have to keep your head up and uh, just make – you have to watch out. My, my tire is like three-quarters of an inch thick, so there's not much there between uh, the rim and the road. So it can uh, collapse pretty easily. But uh, – no, people are taxing. The problem is people are taxing these days, and they're not paying attention. Back in the day, you used to get in front of somebody. It's like, whoa, I almost hit that guy. I'm going to give him space. Now they're not even paying attention of not even paying attention of you getting in their their space. They can hit you. You can't win. I used to be a courier downtown Toronto, and and back in the day, it's like everybody was afraid to hit you. But now it's like they're so, they're so concerned with their taxing. It's incredible. So you got to do whatever you got to do to to get the space you need and, and give them heads up that you're down the road. 
and uh, I'm sorry that it, that situation happened. And uh, you know, I, I definitely would will handle it differently now. That I'll tell you guys a story, and you might laugh at me. You might think this is the biggest joke. I'm just going to be honest here. But today, <laughs> Aquila, you're gonna you're gonna find this so funny. Today. I decided to keep the shop closed. I need to go for a ride. So I went down to the lakeshore, and there was all these garage sales. So I picked up this balancing board, this thing that's got a ball, a high point in the center where you have to balance on this board. So I bought it for 15 bucks. It's like, oh, man, I've always wanted one of this. I want to work on my core. I want to strength to get, correct my balance, whatever. So it's great. So I pick it up, go down to the lake. I'm coming back, and I'm heading up this road. It's a fairly narrow road. It's like two lanes, but there's uh, indicators on this road. Like if you guys want to know about cycling in Toronto, like sometimes they put a bike lane with the dividing line. Sometimes they just put the symbol of bikes using this particular road, but without the line. So I'm cruising up this road, and I get this big, I forgot that I had this, this bag on the back that was sticking out towards my left, and this guy was really close to me, and I hit the mirror, I hit his mirror. I hit his mirror. I thought I just knocked it, like just knocked it forward. And this witness, this I, I, I don't know what it was, the destiny or whatever. But this witness was walking up. She said, "Buddy, you just hit that guy's car." It's like I know he he uh, he's taking up all the the bike lane. It's like he took up a two thirds of the the space that I need to get by. But plus I had uh, this bag on the on the back. Ideally, if a car passes by you, he has to give you a meter and a half. So there's a huge distance versus like maybe a couple of feet. So he hit his hit his mirror. He says, "Buddy, you can't do that from behind. If you hit a guy from behind, then you're at fault." And it's like you're right. So I turn back. I go walk walk down the hill a little bit where he's still because he's still stuck in traffic. He was both everybody was stuck in traffic, so everybody was mostly to the curb. So I'm sorry for him. Buddy, you just hit my mirror and broke it. And I look at the mirror, the, wind, the passenger, I'm talking to the, the passenger and the driver. It's like, you broke my mirror. And I'm looking at it. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Shit, I'll pay for that. Like, I was like, I'm settling with a man or woman that's telling me that they're, they're claiming that I did them wrong verbally. Oh, Aquila, I was so, like, it was just a bad thing. So, but I was willing to settle. So he says, Listen, I want 400 bucks. They're still in the car. They haven't gotten out. They're still sit, sitting in traffic. I can't give you 400 bucks. I'll give you 100 bucks. And he says, okay, I'll take 100 bucks. But I think he thought that he might have broken the law in the sense that he wasn't allowing cyclists to go by. But he said, I'll take the 100 bucks. You know what, guy? I'm going to give you an extra 20 just in case it costs more money. And it felt so bad. It's like, but I settled with the guy. It's like, listen. I'll give you an extra 20. Here's an extra 20 bucks. You know, so. Well, that but anyway, that, that, balancing board, that balancing board that I got for 15 now cost me 135 bucks. Well, you got it. Uh, well, at least you came back and did the correct thing. I did good. the right thing. I settled with the man. Well, I, I made him right. That's how it's supposed to be done. That's how it's done, you know. I made him whole again, I guess. Of course. You know, he was willing to settle for that amount. He told you a difference, so hey, it's done. That's an expensive balancing board, though. Well, it happens. <laughs> it happens. But I think it was a bit of, uh, 
I don't know. God's will, maybe. Like, listen, Dave, you got to go out there easy, man. You can't. Uh, but I'm on the defensive. Obviously, I'm defensive. And uh, these situations I'm passionate about because you get these people that are dying. Like, they're getting killed by drivers. And and the, the infrastructure is not set up for supporting cyclists. And I think that there hasn't been a driver killed by a cyclist. So, and I think it's somewhere in uh, Europe that drivers are held at a higher rate of responsibility if they hurt a cyclist because they have the greater, they can create the, the most, they can create the greater amount of liability to a cyclist. So they, it's, the laws in Canada have not uh, caught up to uh, reality because, you know, when you got, you know, a father of two that's been killed, he's a teacher, and the guy that killed him only gets six months for that. I just find that outrageous, and and so, you know, you hear about it all the time. So, well, like I used to feel safe on the roads, but after training, going out to these long rides and running into these situations, it, every time it happened, it just kept going. You know what, Dave? You're not safe out here. Somebody's going to take you out. They're getting too close to you at 80 kilometers an hour, 60 kilometers an hour. It's like you're fucking vulnerable here. So, I don't know what else to say. I guess you said it. I did. Someone's being very rude, like they're tapping and they're not muted out. That's very rude. What's face? How you doing tonight? <sighs> All right, here we go. Well, it's just... Uh, at least you learn, I believe, from, and, you know, you went back and settled with that man, which is very, very good. And and good things are coming your way. The, long, the more you understand this, the better you can correct yourself and you understand more about yourself. And that's what I believe. So, so like I said, and I could tell you, listen to call, a call, calls, but you have to look up words. And you have to um, apply it to your life, whatever fits, you know, and not try to apply every single thing because if I'm not dealing with a traffic ticket, why would I go, you know, at that court if I was dealing with something totally different and then talk about a traffic ticket? What that got to do with what I'm handling now? So you say, yeah, he said a lot of good things about a traffic ticket. He says this, but it's not going to work in my case. All right, so you have to cipher and get what's useful to you, all right? And that will help you. Mm-hmm. And you be all over the place. I, I sort of put it in another perspective. If you're in the water and you're drowning, you can see a spring, a straw, a shoe, and you're fighting so bad, you're going to grab any and everything your way. And I used to, so, you know, the lifeguard come along. He's trying to save you. He's fighting with you to save you. He might drown. So sometimes they literally knock you out, just punch you, boom. And then that's the only way they can save you because you are fishing and screwing. So a lot of times this is what's happening. You know, you, and that's because I made the same mistake. You know, I will write my claim, write my notices. And I'm like, wait a minute, no one said nothing. So maybe I should have added something else. Or maybe I should have put this. You have all you need because everything in that claim you require a man or woman to come forth. Could anything else come after you? 
it's, 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 it means zero. It's nothing. Right? Mickey Mouse coming up here. Santa Claus coming at you. The judge, you say, that's all tighter. The deed, the uh, crown, you say, that's a tighter coming at you. They can't harm you. They can't do anything to you. But a man or woman can. So you cover that in your claim. And that's all you need. And you need to stand on and understand that. How is this covering everything? But you feel, oh, I got to do some more. Oh, this is not enough. It don't work that way. Once you truly understand, as you say, you say, you understand, okay, I did that man wrong. I got to make him whole. You understand that. So you went and did that. I had a lesson you know? today. I had a lesson yeah, today go. to do that. Right. And so you, when you want, I think, uh, more so, yeah, you want to withdraw their case, but you also gain more knowledge. You also gain, okay, well, wow, you know, because you saw a difference in their attitude, as you said. When you first called in there, they was big and bad, like you said, giving you a hard time, but not this day. They were running scared now. You had, tables had turned. They were running scared, if you will. But you didn't fully know that, but, you know, it didn't matter. You had, I had a sense, I had a sense that it was like that, but uh, I did have a sense that it was like that, but... Uh, because when I asked the Crown and, and the, the cop, are you guys going to take the stand? Because I hear you talking and stuff, but, you know, I'm, you know, that's, I just wanted to do that, too, in court. I wanted to ask them, it's like, are you taking a stand? Are you going to take the stand? The people that talk, the woman that's talking right now, are you, are you taking a stand? Do you want to take the stand right now? I heard Carl talk like that. It's like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, you have to know how to use it and how it, you know, what does that truly mean? And I think you found that out, which is good. So, but, you know, even you want this, I would, there's no room for not to study. Even if you've not got nothing going on right now, just give you all this more time to go study and go back and listen and get some more understanding and apply it to your life. Yeah, oh, I'm relaxed now. I don't have a problem. Oh, I don't need to get on the course no more. I don't need to talk about this. I want, oh. No, all I need to stay at this. Not. You gotta continue. Yeah, that's the point. Because right. ideally, you don't want to you don't want to be dealing with this stuff. It's unnatural. It's like you just want to be left alone, not have to deal with this legally stuff and Carl's stuff. The it's very difficult to stay engaged when you can get and yourself what? caught up with other stuff. I wonder if a Massachusetts on the call was a vital. Speak up or forever hold your feet. Massachusetts? There you go. Um, yeah, well, like I said, you learn, you know, that and continue your journey by no means. And, you know, it's like I did not have, I didn't have a court case at the time, nor, but I was helping someone else. And the judge asked me to sit down. Now, I had no paperwork. I had no notices in, none of that. My notice was my voice, how I spoke, my demeanor, my action. And believe me, they are looking at you in every aspect, <laughs> how I'm acting. Do I'm just standing looking down, see what they're going to say? They're watching me. And I saw that so clearly the last time I went in there. But this, you know, the woman I was helping. And it was like we were playing chess. God, Who's going to say this? Who's going to back down first? Like poker. Exactly that's how it was. Seriously. 
And I, you know, I stir him back down because I know I'm not scared of you, nor was I disrespectful. It's not always just because he's my public servant, as I use that example, if a servant comes to clean my house, you're not going to say, clean the corner, better be clean now. Who do you think you're talking to? That's not how it goes. So even though, yes, they're your public servant, but it's always a correct way to handle things. You don't have to curse. I mean, I feel and I don't, and I don't have to yell. I still get my point of or hold my position where I'm at, all right? And I did that, and mm-hmm. he knew it. So, you know, I'm just saying just continue your journey and learn as much as you can as you can why we have the ones who's teaching, like I said, call, you have Gus, you have Mike, you know, many more. And, you know, while you have us here, you better use it. That's just when time you don't have us, like call might be busy, somebody's doing something, and you at a loss. And I just thank God I was not at a loss because I stay on the course, because I listen to call, and I know exactly how that order what it means in almost every aspect. Because that one thing, of course, it's something we do every day. You make an order for shoes. You make an order for a car. And you also make an order for food. And then you take orders. As you know, if you're working on a job, you work at McDonald's, you work with SIS, you are taking orders from your manager, and you are performing those orders. And guess what? They are paying you at the end of the day because you wouldn't be there if they didn't. So I've never thought of it that way. Taking orders from another man, which is a competing name, title, manager, boss, whatever, and then I perform. I always knew I could make an order buying food. I could make an order buying a pair of shoes. That sense, I knew it, but not this way. Okay? And that's what called awaken me, and then I was able, wow you know, and marinate that in my mind, get it, and, you know, it's in a, you know, a broader sense. That's why I like that word he used, brought mind. It brought in my mind to that one word. And the other word, the word suffer, I mean, I knew it not from call so much, but when I was doing the legal process, someone told me about it, and I actually looked it up. Now, the word suffer has a couple of meanings. One, it probably could, yes, to endure pain, but it also means to give permission. So these words, and that's a good thing what uh, Gus would do, that's the name of his show, Word Nurse, because it gave you, like, you know, I never thought uh, in that sense. Of course, I look at a dictionary, but we go to etymology or etymology, and you can look up it in a better way and give you back to the root of the word. And see, a lot of times we hear every day. And see, that's you, that's why I was here for, because I thought that judge had power on me. The DA moving the case had the power, but truthfully, you do, not them. But they want you. They, you know, the words they use, they demean the way they act. It leads you at that point, and I'll say me to believe that they do. But knowing better now, like I said. Mostly, yes, I went to the legal process, but I still never fully understood that that judge is just a witness. I never fully understand that. You know, as the call said it many times, I still did not grasp it as I did in this aspect. 
because I did some study on my own, thought about it. And I said, you know, when I watched the American Idol, those are judges. Yeah. And I said, well, they just, you said you could sing. Okay. Well, they go to witness. Can you sing? And he signed the paper. Yep, you can sing to me. And so basically, if you're at the court, the judge hear their side of the story, and he hear yours. He said, well, I witnessed with David, and he's a man. He's acting like a man today. Well, and we can't go nowhere. And that dude, we got a man here. What y'all want to do? So he witnessed that. And they can't move forward. There's nothing they can do. And the first thing is nothing they do, but how they win over you, because you believe that they can. And you follow and act in your actions and your performance. You, you, you know, they got you. When they use certain words, and that's what we've been led to leave, you know, that legacy system, this is the way it is, and this is the way it's going to work. But, you know, I beg the difference. It doesn't. At least not for me, because I know better. And as I said, you know, it had not caused share of things. And this is I wake up. But then I started looking at every aspect of my life, everything I do, everything I say, everything, how I carry myself, how I'm you, and, you know, even even furthermore, and that's why I listen to these calls. I listen to Rodney, Aaron. You know, whatever you feel about, that's you. This is the way I feel. I hear negativity. I hear positive. What it got me to thinking, I, you know, when we're talking about the birth certificate, you know, and the license, social security card, all those documents, if you will, are saying you that legal person, the score man, if you will. And you say, yep, I am. Yes, yep, I am. You know, every time they engage with you, yes, that's me, yes, that's I am, you pull out this paper, pull out your son, even your credit card, or your MasterCard, or your bank account, everything, even the phone bill, electric bill, all this is for you. Now, I marinate that in mind, and I'm getting a greater picture and thinking that for myself. Guess that's what I'm doing. And guess what? I do lie. If I'm living something that I'm truly ain't. But there's a way to get out of that. And I, I believe that, you know, but any, anyways, I've been rambling a bit. <laughs> Do anyone have a question or would like to say a uh, comment at this time? I mean, we've got many on the call at this time. I'll just go down. I already asked Aries, so I won't ask again. Unless, Aries, you have a question, you can jump in. I don't have any questions uh, right now. I, I didn't hear you well. What did you say? I said I do not have any questions right now. Okay, great. All right, the next one is Money Mike five thousand. You wish you had five thousand, but anyway, moving on. Money Mike, you want to speak or comment? Okay. Hello. No, I, I no, I was just yeah. You. Hell is low. That's true. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, yeah, I actually have, uh, I know it's unmuted over here, but I have an external mute button on my end, so. All righty. So do you have a personal comment you'd like to share, or? Do I have a personal comment? Well, No, a uh, question, or do you have a comment you would like to share? Comment, see, I don't know. Maybe you don't understand. Yeah, I don't have a comment. Would you like to speak? Uh, no, thank you. You said no again. That's caused controversy. 
Well, so does making a claim. And what's it? Well, we're not going to get into that one, though. That, that's, uh, that's another, another <laughs> show. That's another show. <laughs> it's all good. All right. So no, what does he mean by that? What does he mean, mean you, by that? Well, that put a claim for David, it. Okay, hold on, hold on. David, ask Money Mike, because you and him can have that conversation. Go ahead. Carry on. Hey, Mike, uh, what do you mean by that? If somebody brings a, a claim forth, why is that creating well, controversy? Well, usually it's uh, based on speaking in court. You know how like they get jurisdiction over you, but also what happens is you're actually all, you're also making a claim in court, like 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 if you make a statement of some type. You got you just kinda, you just got to keep asking questions all the time, most of the time. Um, but that's that's just my own personal little thing that I do that that, that I'm just uh, that I'm just uh, working on. So don't take that. Uh, don't take what I say at face value. Uh, but I, but I, but I've I. I just that. was interested about that because somebody told me to. Uh, I told him about the case. He said you should go in as a peaceful inhabitant. Like when you make a claim, you're like you're uh, going to be liable some, some sort. So that's why I just asked, wanted to follow up with your statement. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to say something, remember this from now. So, um, I'm going to speak by myself. <laughs> but I no. think that's best. It is, well, who's speaking? Do you like to speak? Can I just no, say something keep, here? Keep going. Keep going. Carry on. Um, Go ahead. I'm reading, I'm reading up claim, and it says to demand by virtue of right or authority. Uh, to cry out, to shout, to proclaim, uh, to declare. So I don't know. It might it might create some controversy because it depends on what you're claiming, and somebody might not claim or believe that claim, and that might create some uh, disagreements. So yeah, you, you could be right. Uh, I've got hey, that's not true. That's hey, not true. it's my it's my time. You said no. It's my time, please. Money, Mike. May I respectfully ask a comment? Uh, yeah. <laughs> ask a comment. No. No. Yeah. Hey, jay- no. How how are you doing on your jaywalking situation, which is kind of sort of similar to a bicycle, but you don't have wheels when you're jaywalking? And <laughs> I just forgot my other question. Oh, got yeah, a, other question. The other got a third-party collector, uh, got a third-party collector thing uh, happening. Okay, hang on. I'm not finished. I don't cut my wisdom. The other comment is there's a there's a guy on here if he wishes to comment about it. There is a uh, when you go into court, they are looking for a hostile claimant or a hostile defendant. They love to 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 suppress hostility. So if you go in peaceful and calm and Stuff like yeah. that. It seems to pacify them. It really does. Kind of, yeah. Now about your uh, about your jaywalking deal. You said a third party. Well, you know what though. The, the other thing too is I, I have to admit I haven't got to the point where I really like went really far into it. You know, inside that building. So you know, I've, I've stayed out of it as much as I possibly can. I'm gonna try to keep it on paper. I just want to write them. I mean, even though technically the uncommon law, uh, the the common law is the unwritten record and all that stuff, but 
Um, you know, seeing that I want to do letter writing. I have a question for David. Can I ask Can I ask David a question real quick? Sure, go ahead. I don't know. David, uh, in the timeline of the situation there, so we'll go pre, pre-intersection and post-intersection. Did your fist come down onto his hood uh, pre or post? I was post. So after you already stopped and he hit your bike, you turned around like and stopped in the road and, and hit his hood? I got off my bike. I looked at him, what the fuck are you doing? And I came down on the uh on his hood not to damage the car. It's like what just like what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Like a like a hawk smash. I guess. Yeah. I don't know what a hawk smash looks like, but a hawk smash, he said. A Hulk, the Hulk, yeah, no. yeah like something like that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I was seeing green for sure, or red. <laughs> the Crown can still come after you and prosecute because you're in full dishonor. You caused loss to a man by damaging his property, and you haven't compensated him. Mike, really? Let it ride. Let Mike speak. Go ahead, Mike. That's all I really got to say. You haven't compensated. You obviously intentionally caused harm to a man. You you injured a man's property. You obviously intentionally did it. Whether you want to pretend that you threw a rock at a guy's window and didn't know the window would break or not, once you did damage, you were aware that you did damage and you haven't compensated. You're in full dishonor. You haven't paid the man back. So, in other words, even though you won in the court... Well, he, said, he, he said he couldn't get the information earlier. You got a brand new coach from Rent-A-Center. You know you owe a debt and you refuse to pay it. It's dishonor. It costs five bucks. You go to the Freedom of, the Freedom of Information desk at the police station. You give them the in, incident report. You get the police report. You got the guy's name and address right there. You they won't give a, it to you. They won't give it to you here in Ontario. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. No, they yes. won't. It was yes. never in disclosure. Yes. It was they never will. in I've the disclosure. It. Dude, I've done it. Freedom of information desk, the police station. Pay your five bucks, you get the informa- You get the incident report. Oh, yeah, get the police report. That's what he's talking about, Dave. The police report. The incident, they have to give it to you. You go to the freedom of information desk, you give them the, inf- the incident number or the date and the parties involved, and they, you pay your five bucks, and they'll give you a full report. The incident report. It's news to me, man. I mean, ideally, when you hit your, when you bring your fist down on a table or a desk because you're having a discussion dude, or dude, argument dude, with somebody, dude, don't, I'm talking don't, here. Can I finish what I'm saying? Can don't bullshit saying? me. You put your hands on another man's no, property, no, no. damage. You knew you did damage, and you haven't compensated. So you can bullshit all you want. I'm not falling for it. You know no, you did damage the guy's that's your car. Belief. You believe I bullshit. You believe I bullshit. But you my know, point was, okay, are you telling me right now that you don't know that you did damage to another man's property? That's not what I'm saying. You're saying it's Bingo. No answer. Admission of guilt right there. Are you're you telling me right? Are you telling me right now that you, know you have my no, was? Are you telling me right now that you, you have, have no idea that you caused here. damage to another you man's property? Knowledge. You have firsthand knowledge. Were you there? Uh, Do you know confession, what's my moron? Mind? Confession, moron. 
Oh, ad hominem. You're, bullshitter. You, you, you're trying to say that you don't know you ad, did That's anything. not ad hominem. You can't, you can't the debate with is, dude, simple, simple question. The I agree question with both of you. I've got a question. The question, question is very simple. Do you, do oh, you not you know right, that you did? Dude, because you weren't dude, there. It's not first-hand knowledge. Dude, this, well, this is going to take all freaking night. Else. This is, this is going to take all freaking night unless you answer the question. Oh, are you trying to tell me? Are you are you trying to tell me that you don't know you did damage to another man's property by putting your hands on that which you do not own? I can't change your belief, sir. Can so Mike no simple and, uh, yes or no, huh? No simple yes or no, huh? Would you be willing to I'm help here. him get the uh, information to uh, well, I think reimburse? I wanted to finish that. what I was saying before it was cut off. You're dishonorable. I see right through your bullshit, dude. You're dishonorable. No question. Simple question. We all know the answer, and you can't answer it. Oh, you're speaking for everybody else now. You're speaking for everybody else, are you? No, we wow. all see. Okay. Wow. Hold on. David, David. I'm Tom, um, but it's like he's cut me okay. off. I said, right. if you that's hit a table, if you hit a bench, does it mean that you have intent to break the fucking bench? Or break okay, the bench? You know what? When, okay. I, when okay. I throw a rock at my neighbor's window, that's I don't the same the thing. You're throwing a piece of glass. What do you expect? You're going to break it. You're hitting my fist on the, on the listen, trunk listen, of the hood. Listen, okay, so David, 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 Mike, calm down, David. Oh, calm down, David. Listen. Listen, David. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. One at a time. David, David, just come back. Go ahead and speak, Mike and David. You can speak after. Try not to speak together because it's like confusing. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. But you were saying. Okay, when I pick up a rock and I throw it at my neighbor's window, I have no idea the glass might break. But once it does break, I know I did damage, and I know it was me. And when I go and I tell people that it was me, I owe the debt. I broke the window. I did damage to another man's property. It was not mine. I shouldn't have done anything. And because of me, he is at a loss. Okay. I owe him compensation for that window, whether it was intentional or not, because I did the damage. Once you refuse to compensate, you are in the wrong. Dishonor. You lose. Okay, now, David, um, you're trying to speak. Um, but what I'll say, David, there, you could go try <laughs> to get the information that you need, even though you want this because that was the crowd coming after you, bothering you. You won against them. You see that they can't do anything to you. But I did tell you this early on. You still owe that, that if you remember in our conversations. So... If you like you said, Mike was saying there is a way you can go to the uh, get the report, and that probably would be with the police officer. Oh, he's implying that I knew that I was going to damage his, well, his car when I put my fist point. on it. Well, Nobody I, is. Listen, listen. No, what I'm saying to you is. What this. are you saying, Aquila? Listen exactly. Whether yeah. he's implying that you did know, or he's or he's not implying. That's not the argument. This is like I told you, when you were trying to get the police officer, it's not the argument. The argument is something been done, now let's correct it. Take from this what you need and keep it moving. Now, everybody got opinion. Everybody gonna, people can say this Everybody's and that. Got their belief. But at the end of the day, take from this what you need and use it. So all I'm simply saying, if you know you owe that debt, just simply... There's a way you can get the information. 
and if you still have a copy of that bill you said that they, you saw about 1700 great. Um, try to work from that because you have his name and work out some sort of deal with him, you know, what the damage really caused because 1700 is definitely like overkill. It's too much, and I wouldn't even pay that. So that's what I'm I conditionally accept the fact that I would have to pay damage for his hood, but he, he believes that I'd have to do that, but I have damage. I was injured by these, by the, by the act that he consciously made by pushing his gas pedal enough to move his car and hit me from behind. That's lovely. That's that's lovely about that other incident that you're talking about. But the issue is that you're still in dishonor for a debt that. No, I'm not because I my intention is to settle with the man. And I, I gave, he had your intention, your intention is lovely, sir, but you Silver. haven't compensated the man. You do this every time, man. You haven't compensated him. You can, you can use all the bullshit. He didn't show up looking for compensation. You haven't, you haven't compensated them. You could put a public notice in the paper. I could put a notice in the paper. Okay, you know what, hold on. Hold on, David. If you want to be dishonorable, that's fine with me. It's up to you. I'm but not dishonorable. Just, just be aware that the prosecutor can opinion. go back. Okay, all right. I, I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to help me. That prosecutor can go and talk to that man who you caused harm, loss, or injury to. She can amend her complaint, and they can put an ad out in the paper, put the word out in the community, and they could probably scrape up a witness or somebody that's willing to lie and they can come after you with an injured party and a witness and your confession. And that's going to be a bit of a problem for you. They could so I, I would say you're best off to try and find that man, say 1700 is too much, but I am willing to compensate and haggle with him, come to an agreement, and if he absolutely will not negotiate, then it's his problem. But if you Yeah, that's the thing. How do I file a claim if, against if, him? If you compensate him, then there is no outstanding bill, there's no debt, there's no debt to society, there's nothing. Once you compensate, you're in the clear. Apparently, in his mind, I don't uh, owe a debt. Because he never showed up to court. David, can I say this? David? It doesn't matter whether he showed up to court. Maybe they didn't give him proper notice. Maybe they He's forgiven me. He's obviously forgiving me then. David, 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 you know what? You know what, David? You're just showing how dishonorable you are. You're coming up with every excuse under the sun. You just show up. You, you know, you're bullshitting. You David, you David, 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 listen to me. Oh, listen David, to me. calm down. Listen to me. Just listen to the truth. I know David. it hurts sometimes. I don't want to hear everything. I'm listening. Go ahead. At the end of the day, David, no one's blaming you. Only thing I'm saying to you, and I told you this before, you know we had this conversation. Find the man and try to compensate him. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. If day 17 is too much, let's say we bring, at first you agree, I mean, down to 700, I think that's what you said. Let's say it's down to 500. Okay, it's $500. Now, you said you want 130 for your damage. You deduct that from the 500 
and yes. pay him the that's rent. Not, that's, that's, that's a very not, easy thing to do. That's not how the law works. It's not okay, the, David. The law doesn't, you know what? The, the, I can't help you at this point. I cannot. The law, so I'm the be law doesn't work. So you can the, see it that way. You the can law see doesn't the work that way. way. So I'm done. The law, the law doesn't work that way. The thing is, he did say you owe a debt. He gave a bill for seventeen hundred. You're just looking for stupid ways to attack the fact that you owe the guy a debt. Thought it was seven hundred. You've already admitted that you owe the debt. He did give a bill. It's seventeen hundred. Uh, wait, 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 I didn't say I owe dude, the debt. I never dude, said dude, dude. You know what? You're just dishonorable. You're just trying to weasel out any way you can, and it shows. You know what? You just didn't I'm, injured I'm me. I'm trying to explain hey, something. You just injured me, man, because you don't I'm have first-hand listen, knowledge. David, 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 he calm created down. the controversy. I did not. David, he created David, the controversy. I'm the one trying to help you, and you're no, just showing not too much. You're blaming. You're blaming me. You're dishonoring me. No, and I'm explaining you the situation. No, you're dishonoring me. You don't I'm dishonoring me. you. I'm dishonoring you by telling you. Okay. The phone. Okay, have fun, flounder. Have fun. You oh. have no clue. Thank you. You, gotta, you, got, you know what? You got to work on your emotions, bud. You're too freaking angry. Settle down. Get a grip. Smoke some freaking pot or then. something. Relax. Why are you over talking to me? I'm, I'm, trying to ta- I'm trying to help you. I'm explaining your position right now. I'm explaining why they would not give you a discharge because I've had several discharges. They wouldn't give you one. Why? Because they know you owe the debt and they know you found a way to weasel out of it and they know that they can't move without the witness and without the injured party. So they said, we'll let it go. We're not going to discharge it. We'll dismiss it for now and we'll pick up the ball. Okay, keep yapping. Help yourself. you're, You're doing it, man. You're you're talking a lot, right? Like I'm trying to say what I'm saying here. I didn't create the controversy, Mike. Okay, I I'm didn't done. get hit. I'm done, dude. I, dude. You're talking to the wind. I, I don't even give a shit anymore. I'm done with you. See, I'm you're, done you're, you're, you know, you can't have a debate with you, man. Because you're either calling somebody names. You don't know how to argue your point. Dude, dude you're dishonorable. Dude, you dude. can't answer yes or no question. You're okay, trying to find that's a your belief. That's your belief that I'm dishonorable. That's how I'm going to let that go. Okay, how about, how about you, how, the, answer, the answer hasn't been heard yet. Are you trying to say right now that you don't know that you've caused uh, damage to another man's property? Yes or no? There's not a yes or, yes or no answer. It's yes, I possibly do, and no, I don't. It is. Not for you, it isn't. Not a yes or no answer. You don't know if you know that you've done damage or not. I didn't create the controversy. What? I have a right to defend myself. Okay. Have Were you fun. there, Mike? Dude. Were you there? See what I mean? See what I mean? No, answer you the question. No, Were you there? Did you, you see said what happened? Several times, you said several times that you did damage to his hood unintentionally. I so whatever, whatever, whatever you could. You, but you did, my you, protest was in, in response to his... Hold on, hold on. Did you just say? No, did you just hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I just hear you say you did do damage to his hood? Unintentionally. There you go. You did. That was easy. I already said that already. Yeah, I know. That unintentional. You, you couldn't say yes or you technically you haven't said yes or no. Well, I don't like to be put in the, against the wall with these these uh, type of questions. Well, yes or no. Yeah, these yes. These like, that's yes not or a no. These, that's not a debate. These, 
You don't want to be back Mike, into a corner with a yes or no, Mike, right or wrong question? You don't know how to have a debate with somebody. You're just, like, overshouting me. You won't give me a chance to answer. You don't want to be pushed into the corner with a yes or no, right or wrong? I don't want to be pushed by somebody else's car. I don't want to be <laughs> okay. threatened, my, have my life threatened by somebody <laughs> yeah, else's yeah, by... yeah. Maybe you should talk about texting again, because I don't know what it has to do with your case, because the guy wasn't texting when he hit you. You can look for all kinds of excuse and off-topic misdirection. The question's simple. Do you know you did damage or no? Simple question. Okay, so yes. Dude, it's easy. It's a three-letter word. Yes? Is that what you did? Yes, you did damage? It was in response to his actions. <laughs> it's a yes or a no. Yes or no. Okay, if, I go, if I'm walking, I'll, I'll give you the scenario. Just, to, just be quiet for a second there, Mike. If I'm walking <laughs> behind you and I push you from behind... Right? How do you respond? There's I just, no I just assaulted There's a million ways assaulted. to respond, but if I turn around and cause harm, loss, or injury, I have to compensate. Or I'm in do you not have a right? Okay, do you not have a right to defend yourself? Okay, so you got off your bike, you walked over to his car, and you smashed the No, no, I was car. right in front of to the car. To defend yourself. To defend yourself. You got off your bike and went over to his car and hit no, his I, car. No, he was right behind Defend me. Yourself. Right behind me. Uh, yeah, okay. I didn't walk over to anybody's car. Okay, so he, he, he didn't get me. out of his car. He, he didn't drive towards you. He didn't get out of the car. He didn't pull a gun Stop on you. Not with his car intentionally, Mike. Not mm-hmm. with his car intentionally. Okay. okay. And so now he you laughed. want him. Why, why are you so, laughing? And, Is this funny? And so now, and now you want oh, him to pay the damages or you don't owe him anything. And he forgave you because he didn't send you a bill, but he gave you a bill. Why didn't he show up in court? <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that you owe him a debt. You How caused damage. That? Apparently you I don't. Caused damage Apparently you I caused don't. He never defended his property. He didn't you defend caused... himself. He didn't defend okay. his position, okay. Mike. Okay, he didn't defend himself. That's lovely, but... You did damage to another man's property, and you haven't compensated him for that damage. It you caused him financial loss. Action. Okay, that's lovely too. But you did it's damage to another man's property, and you didn't compensate. It's called natural law. If somebody's going to hit hey, you, you know what? then Dude. you're going to respond. Dude, you might have sneezed and headbutted his car by accident, but if you did damage you're, to his car, now, then you so, have to compensate him. Throw a rock him. in a window, obviously it's going to break. So use some analogies that actually work. Okay. And so if you put your hands on another man's property, obviously there's a chance you might do something you're liable for, like scratches, paint, cause a dent. But anytime, you, anytime you put your hands on another man's property, you're liable even if you don't do damage because that's an interference with another man's rights. Okay. That's fine. Your, you know what, dude? You'll never be able to justify putting your hands on another man's property without consent. So how do you know what I believe? The Western world was founded on that, dude. So try and convince me otherwise. I don't need to convince you, Mike. But the thing Look is, you seem to believe whatever you want to believe. I can't change that. The John Locke. It's property, dude. You can't put but, your hands on another man's property you, without consent. Okay, that's fine. So he can't assault me with his car then without me okay. not going to okay. respond. I'm going to respond. Okay, right, wrong, right, wrong, right, wrong, right. Where huh? is this going to end? Okay, how many, how many wrongs equal a right? doesn't matter. He threatened my life with his car. <laughs> That's a side issue, dude. You, you caused damage to another man's property, and you haven't compensated him. You know, somebody breaks into my house, and I'm defending my, my family, okay. somebody okay. might yeah. end up dead. Yeah. yeah, and maybe Twinkies will slide down moonbeams and break my kitchen window. But question. the fact is, 
the fact I don't is, know where you, you go, caused, Mike. You're smoking you, too much dope. You caused financial loss to another man by damaging his property. Apparently not. He you felt and it was evil did and didn't want to pursue it. He thought okay, that maybe... Yeah. Didn't want to pursue it. That's why he went to the prosecutor's office with a bill for $1,700. Hmm. I don't even know if it came from him. Oh, yeah, okay. Another excuse, another misdirection, another sidestep the issue. But what is that, uh, another ad hominem? Is that how you make your argument? Yeah, another ad hominem. Deal with the facts, right? Deal with the uh, facts. It's like another excuse. What kind of answer is that? That you Look were... Look at this, the whole situation. I can't talk to this guy. He's an idiot. That you were over top of you. He calls you names. He says it's an excuse. Somebody has a question, though. Yeah. It may or may not be relevant, but I was wondering, was there any damage done to your bicycle? Yeah. I had a bent bent rim, and all I was looking for was the cost of the rim, and I was going to do the labor cost at 65 bucks. Okay, well, here's what you do. You write him a bill and you send him a bill. I don't care what now, you say, and, Mike. And, no, and we're done. Now, we're done. We're done. And now, and now, he, also, now See you later. he also And now he also oh, no, no, owes no, no, the I don't want to hear you, man. You're, you're talking shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're talking shit. You're pissing me so, off because so, you don't know how to have a debate or an argue. You don't know how to argue. Dude, who's bent out of shape? Look how mad you're getting. I'm Fucking helping right. you. When you're, I'm, you're I'm helping you. I'm you helping you. Helping. That's out. your belief. I can't change your belief, so fuck off. Okay, well, when your temper tantrum's done, maybe you can go back and listen to the recording. But he did give you a bill, and he did pursue it. So, likewise, you should be sending him a bill, and you should pursue it. However, the, fact that, he caused, the fact that he caused damage to your property has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that you caused damage to but his you property. you were there. It you doesn't no matter, dude. Knowledge. Dude, it, it, it has, this knowledge. has got no relevance. This has it no has relevance. everything to do with it because you weren't there. You're talking out of your... Hello. Uh-oh. We're all being muted, I think. Aquila, you muted the guest. Beautiful. What the fuck? Quiet. Sorry about that. Somebody, she's got, no, sorry. My adrenaline was pumped, dude. I got hit from behind. He almost took me out earlier on the other side of the intersection. Okay, but that's fine. That's a separate issue. You owe him a debt. He owes you a debt. Dude, did you just beat Mike Miller? And then there was silence. Very interesting. Mike be trolling tonight, yo. Or is he betting? Well, wouldn't it be like they both owe each other a debt? Wait out Mike, and... Mike, what, Mike whatever, whatever, apologize whatever to Roddy K in Phase 1. They're both separate debts. The fact that he caused damage to somebody else's property means he's liable to compensate... The fact that the other man caused damage to his property means the other man is, is liable to compensate. Right. But they are separate bills, and they're separate events, and they both owe a separate debt. There's, the law doesn't work that way. You don't, you don't say, well, I owe you this, but you owe me that, so we're going to split the difference, and the law doesn't work that way. You fork over right. the money you owe me, I fork over the money that I owe you, and we part ways. They're separate issues. 
Yeah. He kept referring to Carl. You know, I learned from Carl. Learned from Carl. Well, he missed one big point that Carl always stresses, and that is to remain in honor. Yeah, Carl said like a broken record, his crazy shit doesn't work when it's man-on-man. When you cause harm, loss, or injury to another man, you compensate. He's got to pay the guy. I understand that. Carl, hold on. And Carl also went through the trouble of explaining the rent-a-center case more than once, where Mr. Husker, whatever his name was, he clobbered that attorney for rent-a-center, and he walked out of there laughing because, ha-ha, I got a free coach. And, Connor, and Carl said, you're in dishonor, you're a dishonorable man, because you knew you owe a debt, and you didn't pay him, you should have right there in court, gave him another opportunity to accept your payment. That's how Did you remain honored. Did rent up, though? Rent okay, see, showed up, you know right? what? But, but see, you're, you're not getting it. You don't understand the concept of The other guy didn't honor. show up. Okay, but you can, you can say whatever he, you want. Yeah, you, I am. You, you, you don't understand what honor is all about. Or you would see exactly what I'm saying. Go back and listen to the Renaissance. Okay, so, okay, so let me just explain this one fact. If that man was honorable... It doesn't matter what that man is. It doesn't do matter? Why? Why does because it matter? You, you don't know what honor means. Honor no, no, doesn't have anything to do with honor. honor. So dude, why settle down. Honor settle down. Dude, dude, knock it off. All right, just settle you, down. No, no, oh, no like screaming and yelling. Shit. No stomping your feet. You have a responsibility to behave honorably. You know what? Himself. You know what? You know what? That's got what? nothing to do with this. It's got nothing to do with this. Oh my God. You, you your honor has nothing to do with another man. That's what you're not getting. I'm honorable because he's dishonorable. That's not what honorable means. It doesn't yeah, work that way. You know, you know, you owe a debt. You pay the he debt, and you go out, dude. Dude, shut your I'm trying to him? help you. I'm trying you to help. Though? I'm trying to help you, and you're not getting it. You all, Mr. Mr. Pissy Pants, screaming and yelling. You're oh not getting it. God. Shows you that you're dishonorable. It's like you're talking about first-hand knowledge or something. I'm not getting through to you because you're, too, you're dishonorable and angry. You're not going to get it. Okay, whatever. That's your belief, buddy. Okay, well, yeah. if you think if you think honor has something else to to do with another man or something right another man myself. did, no. I have a right to defend. And that was that. Yeah. You got no obligation to make someone else act honorably, but you always do the right thing, is what Mike's trying to tell this guy, at least from my point of view. Hey, Face, would it be true enough to say that just, you know, getting all emotional is just enough to, you know, uh, give jurisdiction back to the court? The court has jurisdiction to hear that case because the police they made a report, right? And uh, there may be some presumptions Thanks, there Lilla. that resident, citizen, or something, but uh, the, the jurisdictional argument is kind of null, I think. Mike might be able to explain it more from the common law side, but I don't think I'd go there. I'd just remain in honor and settle the matter. Now, maybe not with the state, the, the crown, though. That that's a separate thing. We're just talking about with that guy. 
you know. Well, well, what I find funny is he told the story about when he bought that little balancing ball board, whatever that thing was. He rode down the street and he clipped another man's mirror off his car. And then when somebody said, you took the mirror right off his car, he said, oh, shit, I got to be honorable. And he went back and he paid that man. Big act. Oh, look how Mr. Honorable I am. But when it comes to this other man who he smashed the hood in a fit of rage, he doesn't know that man. He doesn't know what honor means. Yeah. He's, he's, he's contradicting Interesting. himself. Interesting. He's self-minded. You either, either did damage or you didn't. You know you did damage, you compensate. If you don't know that you did damage, then you find out if you did damage or not. So you can remain in honor if you did do damage. But he's already admitted he did do damage. Like, I don't buy this. He smashed the hood of his car and accidentally it got damaged. What did you think was going to happen? But that's even beside the point. Once he realized just, he did Just because damage, I hit the uh, hood, Mike, doesn't mean that I was intentionally going to damage it. You okay, can but, smash. But, you can but, pound. Okay. No, hold, can, I, can I just speak here? If I you hit tap did, on a hood. Did, you did do oh, the damage. That's the thing. You won't let me talk, man. You can't you win with you, man. You did do okay, the damage. Okay, you win, Mike. You win. Oh. You got it. Got it, man. You're win. You're winner. You you just win because for some reason, since I tapped the, or I punched the uh, hood, doesn't okay, have, gonna... have your little temp- temper tantrum and then I'll speak. How's I can't that? even talk to you, buddy. I'm saying <laughs> if I if I pound on a hood, does it intentionally mean that it's going to dent the hood? Did you yes. do damage? Did you do damage? No, you're saying that since I hit it, that automatically means that it's going to damage the hood. Okay, what, I, what I'm asking is, did you do damage to the guy's property or no, not? What you're saying is that since I hit the hood with my fist, that it automatically means that it's going to damage it. You can okay. hit a hood and okay. not damage it. Okay, settle so down. Settle down. Settle oh, down. No, okay, okay, you know what? You I, let, over let, Go ahead. Okay, for shits and giggles, let's say I fully believe you it was an accident. Okay, that's fine. It was an accident. But do you know that you caused damage to his property by accident? Yeah. Okay. It's his property. Okay. I'm not arguing that point, but I'm saying it's, it was intention. It was not intentional. And you just use this uh, analogy that if you throw a rock at a window, well, of course you're gonna fucking break the window. You just so you just overshot everything that you're using, man. Dude, dude, you just missed the mark. You you just jumped right over it. Go back to where you said yes. I know I did damage to the man's property. That's where it all starts. Now no, you know you did there. damage. It does whether, whether it was intentional or not, whether he showed up in court, whether he got a bill or not, doesn't, none of that matters. Whether he did damage, whether he's honorable or not, none of it matters. What it he doesn't have a responsibility to, to uh, conduct himself appropriately. Here you go. Get, okay, go ahead, throw your little fit, and then I'll talk. Sorry. Okay, so what I'm saying is he doesn't have a responsibility for his action. Dude, dude, that's not what this is about. Oh, this is that's philosophically speaking, right? That's what you're trying to do, that's, but it doesn't a, work. Because I'm dude, dealing with reality listening. here. You're not listening. That's a separate issue. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because his conduct led to this, this situation. Dude, dude, he's not your puppet. You can't control him. Your well, He's in the public. I'm in the public. He has a, he has a duty... To be no. responsible as a driver or not cause harm to another man. His intention was to hit me with his car. He did that. So that means that he wanted to cause me harm. My response is, I'm not going to have any of that. Okay, look in the, the mirror, dude. Look in the mirror while you say that all of that about your brother. 
Look in the mirror while you're saying everything you just said about him. Try to kill me. Okay. Okay. But you weren't there, so, okay, so I don't know how you you're talking sorry, from that. If you're done your little temper tantrum, I'll continue if that's okay. Oh, um, there's no temper tantrum, bud. <laughs> okay, are you calm yet? As soon as you realize that you caused loss, harm, loss, or injury to your fellow man, you compensate. If you believe that he has caused you harm, loss, or injury, send him a bill, and then you get him to compensate. Easy. What color was the hood? Black. <laughs> okay, thank you. Details do matter, but I'm just curious. I mean, really. What? <laughs> That don't matter. Mike, you're coming from a different point of view. I'm possibly not there. I'm possibly in dishonor in some way, but I felt that was def- defending myself. He hit me intentionally with his with his car. Hey, right but, there. You know, At that point, he should have been penalized. I, I, it's not defending myself when I go over to my neighbor's house, bang on his door, and cause him harm, loss, or injury. So but when you your neighbor, when, the neighbor so come on, over to on, you. Okay, well, I'm going to interrupt, right? Am one I the one that interrupts? For you. Am, I, am I still the one that interrupts, or is it you? You can't expect me to believe that you stopped your bike, got off your bike, walked back to the man's car, and hit his car in self-defense. You're defending yourself by approaching somebody else and causing a further scene. That's not that's not defending yourself. That's being the aggressor. You lost your temper. <laughs> Funny thing, you're losing your temper all night tonight. I believe you just lost your temper and you, in a fit of rage, smashed the guy's hood a little bit too hard, and now you just don't want. Uh, he, he he was actually calm. Compensate. He was now actually calm. Wanna, now, now you don't you want to compensate. Now you don't want to compensate. I was so calm at the time. We he, worked it out. We but, talked. I had time to sit at the uh, roadside. Sorry? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I keep wondering why I don't why know. You seem to be at a I, higher level that you think you're above God or something that I can't uh, communicate my my <laughs> side of the story. I just have I, to listen to you talk, talk, talk. Did you hear me say I'm higher than God? Well, oh, the good. way you're acting. <laughs> the way I'm acting. Yeah, the way you're acting, bud. Uh, you keep you telling me. There. Thing, but you're there. Was your life friend... You're talking about going to your neighbor's house, and if I found on, on a neighbor's that. door that, how, that I had no that. Holy how crap. It was Mike's car, wasn't it? No wonder he's so pissy. It was Mike's car. <laughs> like, you guys weren't there. I, I, you know, my life was... Dude, felt like dude I don't have to be there to know that you admitted you did harm. You said it was an action response to his actions. Hey, interrupt me again. If you want to throw another no, fit, or can you, I just... you can interrupt me again every time I speak, right? <laughs> like you Dude, know I it all. I you don't know it all, Mike. Because you weren't there. You just have a belief it, system. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got another opinion on the call. Girlfriend has joined the call. What's your opinion on the matter? Girlfriend? Are you here? I don't like it. It's a very touchy subject. Okay. What is your What is your opinion on this matter? I don't know. I didn't hear the whole thing, but as far as I'm concerned, Mike's been an antagonizer. He he has no first-hand knowledge. He wasn't even there. 
You don't have to be here. He heard the story. But he heard the story from Facebook. Well, man. He's just yeah, speaking. Or like I said, I didn't hear the full story, so... Yeah. Hey, Lothan, hey, hey, I'll bring you up the speed real quick. The simple question okay. I asked David was, do you know that you caused damage to another man's property, yes or no? And he went around forever and he wouldn't admit it after he already told us that he did do damage to the guy's car. I'm and not answering he, you, Mike. And then I, like, I was talking to so actually yes you're or no. Do you know that he did that? You're interrupting you're me pro-stop. again. You're again, you're interrupting me. No, I'm not even you've been interrupting me David, the whole David, time, buddy. Finish. David, I'm not even talking to you. And you're <laughs> oh, interrupting me. Thank God. Me. Thank freaking God. But don't speak. put words in my look mouth, at, buddy. Look how mad you're getting. No, because you're trying to back me the fucking corner. Yes or no, Dave? Did you do it, Dave? Did you? What are you, fucking crown attorney? What are you, prosecutor? Dude, I think they've already caught him being back in the corner. Let's move it on, eh? Fuck sake. See, see what I mean, LaFan? I back him into a corner by asking him, did you cause damage to but another man's property? you're coming across like a freaking idiot. Antagon- the guy said there, right there, that you're antagonizing me. So I don't, know what, I don't know what your fucking game is, man. LaFan, he didn't hear the story. So LaFan, it's no first-hand knowledge what Mike was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hey, LaFan. Facebook. <laughs> I mean, one face. Listen to how mad he's getting. He's freaking out because I backed That's him right, into a I corner am. by asking no, him a simple question. No, I don't like to hear you're, like, you're very antagonizing. You called me. What, what did you call me? Dishonorable? No, what else did you call me? Yankee bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he had ad, ad hominems in his argument. So, okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Whose show is this anyway? <laughs> you tell me, Kula. That's what I want to know. Okay, Thank so, so LaFan, listen to how mad he's getting because I backed him into a corner. Oh, look at how mad he's getting. Oh, boy. <laughs> Make a claim for the call. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm taking all claims at this time. Who he's have this? Who, who <laughs> have Wait a second. Was it was the charge really seventeen hundred dollars? Did he want seventeen hundred? You did get me mad, okay? You won, okay? But I was always seven hundred dollars or seventeen hundred dollars? Well that's the same of it. He said seven hundred and then he got a Initially bill on roadside seven hundred. On roadside is seven hundred. And then it went up, jumped up to seventeen hundred. David, we've heard your side of the story, Aquila, that you speak for a long time. So, uh, if Aquila is speaking, please try not to interrupt her. Yeah, no. You go ahead, Aquila. Sorry. All I want to know: whose show is this, and who's running it? <laughs> it's a uh, show. Okay. Now, okay, I'm gonna say this. You can go back and listen to the call if you wish, but at the end of the day, I like to be enough. So if I owe someone something, even if we went to court on it, or if we went to the church and talked to the priest about it, it doesn't matter who we talk to. At the end of the day, I know what I owe. Now I'll make a deal and try to make that man or woman whole. 
You know, no, no matter if they did. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. I'm gonna... You helped him. You helped him be dishonorable. That's what you said. No, I'm saying this. He went to the court, and the crown was after him, which they had nothing to do with the case. All right? He won against the crown. He did not win against that man. Even that man didn't show up, didn't matter, because that man had nothing to do with the crown's case. You have to understand what it is, okay? But you and that man had something to settle. You know, he damaged your property, which is your bicycle. You damage his property, which is his hood. That man needs to be made whole as well as you need to be made whole. Now, if you could get the information, that man's information, and pass your information to him by writing him a letter, once you got his correct address, you got his full name, you know, and try to settle that matter. Now, hopefully, if you can't see that right now, that's fine. But I would say search within yourself. Pray about it. Maybe you'll find the answer. But here is not the place to do it. Okay? We can move on. Because when you pray, you can feel the power. Uh, I have a question for for the group. I have a question for the group. When Carl uh, stresses that um, being a man or or common law is a lifestyle, um. What does that mean? And I, I would appreciate if David answers first. Hello. Okay. <laughs> David. Have all your okay. All I'm going to say what it means to me, I can speak. It's a lifestyle. Okay? Mm-hmm. And how I put it with them, I'm going to talk about me. I want to always be in honor. And and sometimes I do make a mistake or be in error, okay? And when I find that I am, forget my ego, forget how many people heard it, I'm going to go back and settle that matter. And the only one helped me do that is God. As I pray to God, I want my life to be in honor at all times. Dave okay? not here. I cannot do it. I cannot make it on my own. And without the help of God, I couldn't do it. That I do know. And so that's what I do. Dave's not here. So, I hear you. But um, in time, hopefully, you know, because all the rest of us heard this, in time, you understand that you have to incorporate an honor truth at all times. And it's written. You can't, you know, God should not steal. God should not kill. It's all written there. And that's what I try to follow. And it works very well for me. Okay, and there, there's, it's also written, and if man lack wisdom and knowledge, you can ask God. He'll show you. If you're truthful in your heart, you can lie to me, lie to yourself, but no man or woman can lie to God. Is God and on the call? He already know. He's always here. <laughs> He's always here within you. He can hear all. He can see all. He's here. Can you unmute, can you unmute that fucker? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, play if you will. I don't play with God. I don't have the time for that. I think he ran off David, but I think David's actually looking at the guy's hood, you know, the hood guys right now, so that's pretty good. All right. But anyways, we're going to move on. Um, 
Hmm, what a call. Shall we say interesting? <laughs> I, I thank God I had my seatbelt on. Anyway, moving along. Um, Just don't jam on the brakes, Aquila. Sometimes I not, might not want to put on brakes, but that's another story. Just stay out of the, just stay out of the bike lane. Aquila, Aquila keeps it moving. She don't have no brakes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she'll, she'll run over a honky yo. <laughs> oh, oh my. Anyways, anybody else have a? Okay, I'm gonna say something. If anybody else talk? I mean, please. I'm just asking you guys. I request do not speak at this time. I'm gonna say something. And whatever way you guys take it, I have no ill intent. So I'm speaking to Arius, and I'm going to speak to Law Fan as well. Whatever situation. Okay, I'm going to hang up the phone now. It was nice talking to you, Aquila. Thanks for the all call. All right, no problem. I'm just saying, I hear you all. Law Fan is the most of it. Whatever happened with you guys, you know, you you don't. I'm, I'm going to speak about my call. I don't wish to continue that. I know you angry, as you said. You know, I'm just like trying to settle that between you guys self if you can. Okay, that's all I'm saying about that. Because, I mean, it's continue on the call, and that to me, that's not good. All right? So okay, we well. Can, we could talk about. What, okay, go ahead. What would you like to say? Well, what I'd like to say is, uh, yeah, phase one's question was. Um, um, what was it to do with Carl Lentz? What was the question again, Phase One? When Carl says that common law is a lifestyle, what does he mean by that? I believe that was the question, okay. anyways. Yeah, it's really oh, close. Okay. And when Carl talks about being a man and common law, so the, the man okay. part is important, too. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to take it in another direction, but no, we're good there. Um, yeah, I know, I mean, like, if we want to talk about this, this honor thing, dishonor, then, uh, you know, Aries has been very dishonorable, saying shit about me. That ain't true, and that's all I'll say about that. And and I know what you mean, not bringing on your call to Quilla. Okay. That's fine. But uh, yeah. see, when, when, you ask that, when you ask that, she gets scared and runs away because she knows she's lying. Now, once again, I don't have first-hand knowledge of any of this, <clears throat> and I don't wish to. So I just love and, and you I mean, okay. And as long as she's she okay, to be... there's no issues, I'm good with that, you know. See, like if she's even a human, if she's I mean. even human, she would apologize on the call and well, say she runs away like a bitch. That's something you and her, you know, might have to settle hopefully one day. But not, yeah, I can't do that for you. Yeah, if she's not on the call, I don't think it's. If she's not on the call, I don't think it's really proper to bash her and bad talk her either. You should probably wait till she's on the call before you do oh, that. Hell no! This is the best time. Let's do it. Yeah, she ran away. No, I'm joking. I'm only joking. She's afraid he can't. Anyways, 
That's okay. So anyway, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, at the end of the day, what happened happened. It's done. It's in the past. I like to leave my past behind. Yeah, that's and see, you know, back back to talking about moving. being a man and that. You know, I, I I'm not backing down because I know what's true. So you know that that's being a man for me is is not bowing to to her lies. So I'm I'm never gonna admit. Well, her lies, you know? Only, go ahead. Why would I admit her lies? I thought we got this aired out last Monday. I thought the court was in recess about this. That's all. That's what I thought. And she doesn't have any chance to defend herself or even hear what's being said about her. This kind of isn't really fair. Yeah, because she ran away like a coward. Okay, you don't just so walk okay. into court and then get questioned and then just run away. Okay, well, she ran away, so she's not here. So it's really not proper to be talking shit about her while she's not here. So then why are you talking about it? I didn't bring it up, and I'm not bad talking to anyone. Oh, I just think it's, hey, yeah, I I just think it's it not either. proper. I could have brought it up. I got a Carl Lentz example of what she did. You can't force her to, com- you can compel her to uh, fight. Bingo. Yeah, and guess what? She's incurred a debt with me, and she's going to live with that until she apologizes for spreading lies. Verify the She's incurred a debt with me, so therefore she's incurred a debt with herself, and she needs to fucking clear it. Easy. I'm going to be pissed at her until she does. So when she comes on these calls, I'm fucking not going to speak to her. You, you sound violent. Are you asserting your domestic authority? Is this Is this debt verifiable? No, I'm angry with her. I'm not angry with you guys. If you just take it personally, then that's on you. Oh, we're just trying to get some details, see what's going on. <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, should we keep it moving? Do we want to keep it moving? I already have. Let's change the subject. I'm not making this about Aries. We already have. You made yeah, it about. So keep it moving. Anyways, all I wanted to say, not here, please. That's it. So. Okay, so what are we talking about next? I'm talking about, you know, personal situations, things happen in private, I don't wish to speak about. And that is any shape, form, whatever. That's all I'm saying about that. I got a question for Aquila. All right. It's topical, and I'm wa- I'm watching the news right now. It. Okay. <clears throat> um, I don't know exactly what the community is, but since you're not as light skinned as I am, maybe maybe you know. Anytime there's a shooting of a uh, a black man, how come the first witness is always saying he was reading a book or he didn't do nothing? But when it turns out he really did do something, is that like are, are those crisis actors or do you know what's going on with these false reports, these false witnesses? I do not know. I really don't. 
It seems like every 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 bad criminal out there is innocent all of a sudden. Oh yeah, he was just reading a book or you know. But it turns out the evidence shows that they were bad, you know. Well, it might be like I said, I don't know the whole story what happened, nor am I defending that. Doesn't matter what color to me, if you did wrong, you have to pay the consequences. Well you're correct, like Jeffrey like like Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm sure there was somebody when he got arrested say he was just hungry, you know. Should have been? You know what I'm saying? Who are, who are these crazies? Oh, he he didn't do nothing. Well, that's maybe what they believe, you know. I don't know. Like I said, if anyone done wrong, even I, if I done wrong, and I, you know, I will have Hi, to say the consequences. I received your Skype message. I'm sorry. I said, "Hi, Aquila." I received your Skype message. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute out. This is gonna get good. Let's go. Thank you. All I, well, I'm going to say what I said. If you wish to listen, all I was saying, and you could go back and play this recording. Well, no, I have no intentions of going back and playing the recording. I'm just wondering okay, why just you took it upon that. yourself to, you know, an issue that's dead to me. No offense. Whoa, whoa, to oh. me. Go ahead, Aries. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just curious as to why you would, you know, take it upon yourself to address an issue that's dead to me. Because it was continuing on the On chest. a call that had nothing to do with me. Correct, but it was on the chat, and I just wanted to stop. Did you see me complaining about what was on the chat? I don't pay attention really, to what, what goes on in the I, chat, because it doesn't hurt me, it doesn't bother me, okay. and I just think it's really strange that really, you take the no. opportunity to... Well, I'm going to say this. You know, my part, I do apologize to you. What was the intention behind by, that? My intention was just to simply stop it. You're exposing your lies, Aries. You can't stop somebody from doing stuff like that. They have to want to stop doing that. So You need to publicly apologize forward, to me just, for spreading you know, lies. I let all of that go. You need it. So you're sinned right. and now you're just letting it go. No, you need to apologize to me. I wasn't speaking to her. I was speaking she, to her. The way I see it, she took the controversy away and you won't stop. She doesn't want to fight. There's no issue. Just let it go. It's a private matter. Thank you. Yeah, and I've, I've stipulated my rules see? on letting it see? go. And it's a single apologizing. Let it, let it. Letting it go doesn't mean going, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, and keep going. Just let it go, dude. It's a private issue. She's she's not fighting. You're punching someone who's not fighting back. That's not proper. You want to link to her public No, no, dude, I don't want any part of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. She She doesn't want to hear it either. She brought it out into the public. So no, she, she didn't. Aquila brought it up for some she reason. Did. I'm not sure why Aquila brought it up, and then you just started running with it and won't stop. Her, her, he's been, he's, her he's been really the only reason I called back in was to find out why I, 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 you know I don't know what's going on. I don't want to know what's going on. He was blowing up the chat. Don't about me. Just give me 30 seconds. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to know what's going on, but I heard her say she doesn't want to fight about it. She doesn't want to air this out in public, and she has every right not to talk about it. And for you to just keep taking cheap shot after cheap shot's not really fair. It's he, probably been a little bit more it. honorable just to let it go and deal with it in private. He's been blessed. Okay, yeah, I can do that, and that would be honorable, but all she needs to do is say sorry. 
See, apologize for saying. Dude, letting it go means not keep going. Just let it go. Enough. She slandered my person. Okay, enough, dude. Enough. She slandered my Let name. it go. So she needs to apologize. Enough. It's private. Let it she go. She created the issue. She dude, needs dude, to resolve dude. it. You're, you're punching a girl that's not punching back. It's not proper. Let it go. I'm not punching you, girl. These are words. Dude, let dude. it go. Punching. She doesn't want to talk about it. You're lying. Liar. <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah, because you have no first-hand knowledge, so you don't know. Uh, okay, I'm lying. I, so you, I you have no position. Uh, okay, I get it. It was a disembodied voice at the other end of the phone, but I heard her say, I don't want to do this in public. I don't want to talk about it. And she's been okay. very polite, and she's been very quiet, and you won't stop. It's a one-sided attack, and it looks ugly. Okay. Wait a minute. I'll just have to mute out if I cannot speak on my own show. I mean, that's kind of weird. Go this ahead, is I all apologize. I was doing. No, it's fine. Okay, no friend is bringing it out in the public, and he was only checked with all this, and I only was telling him I wish it to stop. I said, but you know what happened between Aries and you, I wish it to stop. That's all I would say. I did not bring this out in the public, nor do I wish to. And I said from the beginning, I don't want to hear it. It's that simple. So we can move on. Let's talk about Well, when else. you go fucking people like Cheyenne saying on the chat that, all I'm simply care, I don't care what happens at it. this point. Let's stop, okay? You know, it's just a call. You know, let's move on. It's very simple. I know you're angry, you're upset. Perhaps she's angry, upset. Who knows? I don't. But at this point, this is not the place. I don't want it. I don't wish it anymore. Okay? That's all I'm simply saying. Thank you. I'm gonna take. We could take a recess if that's necessary. Everybody, catch your breath. Calm down. You know. And let's move on. I'd just like to say that it's good to hear Mike again. Um, we might not always see eye to eye on every issue, but that's what makes us. Uh, that's what makes us individual. And uh, it's good to hear Mike again. I second. I second that. It's good that everybody's mad. At, everybody's mad at me. So <laughs> the court take no notice of that, and I'm I'm glad you're here, Mike. As well as I'm glad everyone is here. But Mike, I haven't heard from you in a while, so I I am glad. I emailed Mike, him five times. Did he not get my notice? <laughs> This is the time to ask him. He's here. I'm kind of mad at Thai expert right now. I don't want to know what's going on with why he posted that damn photo on the on the chat. Did did Mike dishonorably ignore your notice, Roddy? Uh oh. Wait a minute. Who posted a Still photo yet on the chat? Anniversary. <laughs> Still Who yet posted another a photo. What kind of photo? Oh, I'm I'm on it right now. It says uh, 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 Thai Express uh, HTTP www.doggingtonpost.com something says. That's a p- picture of a dog getting uh, blowtorched. <laughs> who, who posted that? Was it Thai to your... Yeah, I don't know what that's... Uh, I don't know what that's about, but when I saw the photo, I kind of got mad because, you know, I'm an animal lover. 
It's Donaldson. So, and I and I and I just want a I just want an explanation from that. I, I require an explanation, a a, a logically uh, smart ass explanation. Sorry, I think, well, I mean a curse on your show. I think Bob T did it. Well, got to put it in context, Money Mike. What was it in China? Because they like must, to. I guess you know, he had a. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I guess he uh, got jurisdiction over me. Out of that and then got my got to my emotion. Okay. Wait a minute, I may be incorrect. What's the country that they have that they eat dogs and cats? Is it Korea? Uh, Korea. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> I'm always thirsty. Well, I'm from there. I can say that. You from Chicago? Yeah, I'm from Chicago. Oh, Chicago. There you go. Well, I'm from God, and I came through my mother and father. There you go. There you go. Does anybody have any more details or questions about David's case, or we? Is it settled? What's going on? Why have you not answered the question, Dave? The court is in recess, and that's a gag order on that situation for right now. Was that Space Odyssey (laughs) for the next for Money Mike show on Wednesday? I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, Mike, let me ask you a question. Are you going to do a show on Monday, Mike? Mike Miller, not not me. Obviously not me. No, I'm asking Mike. I'm not, you know, Mike Miller. I'm talking. You going to do a show Monday, Mike? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I just ask. Well, maybe I'll come to that. I won't do my show anymore. But I if you'll pay it. If you pay attention, he's in the Carl Lentz stage where he no longer does his call. <laughs> he, he he does others. <laughs> I'll say this. Oh, that might mean something. I just caught it. Mm-hmm. But keep it moving. Um, I'll say sometime soon. I won't say when. Hopefully. Because I usually do my shows on Saturday, so... I might be really busy when we say this, so I'm not going to be able to do the show. So, But I'll, I'll put special notes out for you know. They just said I have something to do. That's all. I'd but like again, to say uh, something. Oh, go ahead. No, I just said I might, you know, not do the show. And I will put out notices. And then out there after, I'll explain why. Well, can you let Colin Derek fill in for you? Not in this life. <laughs> I'd like to say to Aquila, um, the information we heard from David about the prosecutor case mm-hmm. um, and the uh, advice that he mentioned that you had given him, I think, uh, worked out well. And you did put yourself a little bit out there at risk by not personally knowing David, so you weren't sure of his demeanor in court. Uh, but it seemed to have uh, been okay, I guess. And you got the result that um, I believe that you were um, hoping for, looking for, that should have happened. And But that's only half the story that um, 
in the, where Mike stepped in and was trying to um, expose the other half of the story. And almost the most important part of the story was the honorable part. So overall, I think this call was very revealing and good um, from uh, both perspectives. So I, I just want to uh, say you did a good job. Okay. Well, it, but what you don't know, um, I didn't bring everything out and I didn't expose that, but I did talk to him about that. Okay, about making that other man whole. Regardless oh, yeah. what he may think, so yes, we talk about that before. But I'm yeah, going to just leave it at that. Yeah, I believe you did also. And uh, he also acknowledged that too, And but he just got all, um, I'll say pissy when Mike just asked him a, a very simple question. He didn't want to answer it because, you know, folks, uh, he was still a little bit on guard and, you know, he doesn't know as much as Mike or under, to understand as much as Mike or you and then some folks on here. So he was, he took it the wrong way. And uh, you, you could see some of his defensive true colors come out there when Mike was just trying to say, look, there's another part here. Aquila told you about it. You still got to finish that. You know, so but he'll 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 learn it. Well, as I said, um, I did tell him, and I try to be as patient as I possibly can, to the best of my ability, for all whom I help. And so, we got through this part. So hopefully, he can uh, find out or get it what he he should do. Well, I'm so. I have a pretty good reputation of being an asshole, but a lot of people don't really know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. And I was playing around with Dave on purpose, trying to strike a nerve, trying to show what he's like, because I saw right through his crap. There was a few things he said, said red flags off. And I decided to come on the call and play with him to strike a nerve and get him to react to be the real Dave. And he was the real Dave. And I don't know if everybody caught exactly what was going on, but if I walk out of a grocery store and I'm unlocking my trunk and my grocery cart scratches the car beside me, I know I did wrong. If I jump in my car and drive away, I know I've done wrong. That's not honorable. I wait outside for somebody to come out if I wait too long. I leave a note with my name and phone number on it. That's being honorable. So for him to think that the other guy acted in dishonor, so therefore I can act in dishonor without being dishonorable, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I understand his point that the other guy may have done damage to his bike. I get it. But that is a separate issue. The guy sent him a bill. The guy pursued him in court probably because the cops pushed it. It was probably the cops that laid the charge, not the other man. I get all that. But the point is, the guy put in a bill, and the case was being prosecuted, and they were doing it according to the book. Not his book, but their book. They were doing everything properly on paper. Everybody gave them proper notice. They were doing it proper. And for Dave to get his compensation, he used to put in a bill just like the other guy did, and if he doesn't get the money, he pursues it in court just like the other guy did. One debt is not the same as the other debt. They're not connected. In a real court, like a Judge Judy type court or something, not that Judge Judy is actually real, but if you watch that, <laughs> if you watch that, 
one party owes the other party, the other side's counterclaiming, one debt gets paid in full and the other debt gets paid in full. They don't knock money off the bill because you owe more. That's not how it works. So he can't be dishonorable by saying the other guy didn't show up. The other guy didn't give a bill. The other guy was dishonorable too. Because honor is more than just I get to do that because he did it first. That's got nothing to do with honor. Honor is, it's not just a word with a definition. It's a concept. It's a way of life. It's its more of an internal thing. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. If you know what you're doing is wrong, it's dishonorable. If you know what you're doing is right, it's honorable. He doesn't get honor at all, obviously, because he's grasping at straws. And silence is golden. When I ask them a simple yes or no question, do you know that you caused damage to another man's property? He could not answer that. That was like the most telling, that, that awkward pause, that was, that was the kicker. Everybody should have caught that immediately. You don't yeah. take that long to answer a question like that. <laughs> well, no. I'm going to just say this. I hope he learned from this. And as me, I have no ill intent, you know, you know, I, I, I do talk pretty strong too. I'll just leave it like that. Um, and hopefully he has seen, everyone will see the error of their ways, you know, try to fix it. And I th- hopefully in time, because he saw this, it took a while. And you know, like he told you, he was trying to go after the man that's acting like the police, you know, that guy. And I, you know, told him about that. And finally, I think he got to see that. And it worked out well for him. So hopefully he'll get this part of it and, you know, and it'll work for him. And that's what all of us. It takes everybody wants to be an honor. And the only way I feel to help is God, and that helps me. And that's what I pray about. In every aspect, I want to be another. So that's well, just me. He got pretty angry at me and whatever, but I gave him my honest opinion. I think what I told him was 100% dead on. And if he does calm down and listen to the recording, he'll probably see that I'm right unless his anger won't let him. If he's so hell-bent on I'm right, the other side's an asshole, he might not get it at all. Okay. Well, I guess time will tell. Yeah, I don't need somebody to I don't need somebody to take me to court to know I scratched their car with my grocery cart. If I scratch the car, the right thing to do is to pay for a paint job, a touch up or at least tell the guy. He might say yeah. oh, it's a piece of crap car anyways, don't worry about it. He's back on the chat. Would you like to talk again about it? Uh, Come back on. Come back on, David. Maybe we can have maybe we can settle this matter peaceably and call it a night. He's you can do nothing. it. You can do it. He's got nothing to settle with me. It's for him it's between him and the other guy. Somebody's backing up. That's my microwave. Microwave oven radiation. You can also tell the judge to go my money Mike loves playing that Gordon Hall bit. You have a question for me? Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to break the ice, man. This is some, uh, you know. <laughs> of I'm, uh, I'm What's the nature and party of this court seeks? Yeah. yeah. This court is in recess. <laughs> <laughs>
I think it should go the gold. Ooh, I like Greenberg. Let's just play Bobcat. Sorry, I didn't mean to step all over you. Ask him if ask him if the gold fringe flag court has any jurisdiction over jaywalking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Here we go. Another controversy. Tell him I was. Tell me, say, get it out now. Forever hold your peace. Ask him if I was walking on the land or on the water. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Or on a J or some J. Well, who, who is J? Yeah. Who's this J guy? You know, like uh, Jay walk on. Well, well, show me Mr. J. Mr. and Mrs. J. Yeah. Wow. What a call. Right? Well, you never know what you're going to get. Lots and lots of fun. Yeah. It's lovely. Mandela. There is methods. There is methods to certain people's madness. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, <coughs> you know, like uh, it's like it's all about gaining jurisdiction. I guess. <coughs> Why am I coughing? Don't die. Like Carl. <laughs> Don't die. You, you need some nascent iodine. But I'm old. No, I'm no, I'm not coughing. I'm digressing. What? <coughs> Damn. I, I mean, I mean, darn. Sorry, Akola. I know you don't like cursing on your show. Forgive me. Will you please Damn. forgive me? Please? I mean, Damn, you... it's not a curse. To me. What's the major party you seek? No, no, no. It's it's. I, I say to the part, what, what what's the nature of this party is this court seeks. That doesn't seem to get old. You have a question, you fine, lovely friends out there. I know whom I seek. If anyone doesn't know, like I said, like I said, like I said, it's said at Gordon Hall, 25-minute bit that Mike keeps referring to. It's kind of funny. And when Gordon goes, you can tell the judge to go F himself. If he asked you what you would do, I asked you if you wanted to st- those See, things. he starts out, quit it, Mike. He starts, money, Mike. Right. He starts out all calm and peaceful, and he's not going to curse ever again. And I love yeah. you, my audience, and all that stuff. And then Carl makes him go crazy. Yeah, Carl taught me well. I dissected that whole thing, and I got like about 40 or 50 different little uh, sound by stuff from that episode alone. All a part of my little master plan. Oh, yeah, for your show. So how are everybody liking the show so far? Woo! Woo! Yeah, we say it was a bumpy ride. Cards of it. Well, it's all good. Oh, boy. It's moving. I'm going to say this. Keep it moving. But I'm going to tell you right now. Let your seat start going. You'll see, by and by, you'll see, soon enough. Where is she? It's about to happen. 
where's Cheyenne? <laughs> I miss Cheyenne sometimes. Keep seatbelt on for what? Because you're not going to do these calls anymore? No, I'll be back. <clears throat> but something's going down. What's going on? She's she's plotting. <laughs> That's good. She's always um, talking about food, you know, cooking, pressure, cooking. I think something's up. Uh-oh. Pressure cookers? Oh, damn it. Dude, we got to stop you. This is... This is already sounding a little suspicious. You, I mean, you're not planning on, you know. I mean, where are you going with this? Are we safe? Is all I'm saying. Do you remember that uh, Saving Silverman movie? Yeah. We'll pretend the woman is Carl. <laughs> I think hey, that's Carl. what's going. Hey, how are you? I wish it was Carl. Anyway, go ahead, David. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, just to, um... All right. Uh, carry, oh, you probably have your computer. You might want to... Uh, no, it's shut that. off now. All right. It's shut off. Okay. Yeah. Um, is this, is this okay. man David? Yeah, this man's David, yeah. Okay. So anyways, I don't like answering leading questions. And uh, Mike, he just kept talking over top of me. You know, use that ad hominem. Somebody doesn't know how to debate properly. I mean, you know, if you're going to have an argument with somebody, then you give them a chance to talk. But he was like, like he said, he was trying to antagonize me and get me to, to respond. I totally, fuck, I'm Irish. I got a temper. And if somebody's going to threaten me, man, I'm going to threaten them back. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And that guy, the guy treated me the way he wanted to be treated. If he wanted to uh, injure me by hitting with the back of my bike, I'm going to injure and defend myself and hit him back. If he wants to claim his car that it's damaged and it's worth uh, him seeking me in court, he should have been in court. I, I, you know, the way I conduct myself is I try to treat other people. I try to be like a, uh, you know, when I ride my bike, I let car drivers know when their lights out so a cop doesn't have to get them. Like, buddy, your lights up, man. You want to get that fixed before a cop tells you. And that you have to be like, uh, I don't know, an ambassador as a cyclist. Like, I, you know, it was an old lady crossing the freaking street today or a gold man in the wheelchair, and he was taking his time. So I stood, I just blocked cars behind me so they couldn't pass and just let this guy go. Like, Mike has a lot of nerve, and he seems to come off real righteous that he knows what I was thinking, that I was running on adrenaline at that point because I just avoided an accident. He's like, and his whole point was, you, you, you harmed it. You damaged that guy's car. You know that you did that. Well, earlier I just said I un- unintentionally did, and he starts using, uh, you know, situations like, if you throw a rock at a window, it's going to break. Well, you can hit a car. You can pound on the car. It doesn't mean you're going to dent the fucking thing. So, yeah, I, I, I caused harm to or injured his property, but he treated me in such a way that, uh, you know, I hey, really David. don't care David. about his, his David, situation. David, we've, we've heard your side of this. You don't need to go through it all again. Just, I'm just, just letting say. you know that that's, he, doesn't, he wasn't there, and he was antagonizing me, and I don't like leading questions. We already know your point of view. It's okay. 
no. No, but you guys were talking after I got off the off, off the chat. Yeah, we I wasn't talking. there. I was listening. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. We always have. We have there's like, but he wasn't teaching me anything. I wanted like, to talk. Fucking right, I'm angry about this situation. It's a very emotional situation well, for me. We already know that. Yeah, we already know that. Mike kind of proved that you're angry, so you don't need to. Uh, That's right. I can get angry. That's right, but I can also control it too. Yeah. Okay. So just to let you know, you don't have to explain yourself anymore. No, I do because you guys were talking after I left, so I have to just repeat it, repeat my position. A dumbbell thing to do is for me to stand up for my rights. We already know your position. That's what we're talking about. No, you you made the assumption that I was uh, dishonorable. He called me dishonorable. Like uh, that's an insult. Yeah, you're you're acting. Injury to me. Yeah, you're acting in dishonor. That's. And he's I did by getting angry. I did. I understand that. I lost my temper. Well, yeah. then fix it. That's what he's saying. Fix it. Fix what? The guy? The guy that didn't call me? The guy that, that could produce me and got the, the information? Someone else. Just fix it and everything will be fine. But who knows? Maybe it popped out himself. Maybe he popped it out with his hand. Nobody knows that. I don't even know that. I couldn't get his information. Go find out. What if he injured well, his hand? I'm not going to spend all this energy finding this guy. Doesn't want to find me. He's got yeah, no dude. He's dude. Him. He's what, what if he injured his hand? What if he injured his hand? Popping it back out. Yeah. Popping out the dent that you created, the damage that you caused. <laughs> He's got a three thousand pound car. He decides to hit the back of my bike endangering me to cause me harm. That's a good I don't, point. I don't think is that is. honorable? If that's hang fucking on. honorable. Damn license drivers. Yeah. That that's not the point. You you have every right to make a claim like I think Aquila told you. Um you you have the right to prosecute a claim against this guy for any damage he caused and give and put the ball back in his court for him to be honorable. Okay, but but at the same time, you have to settle... I'm not going to seek this, though, situation. if you had not seek me, though. You have to settle your situation, too. That's, that's I have. Awesome. In my mind, I'm settled. I'm well, good. Then, then you but don't Mike know. wasn't there. Well, then you don't know what Aquila is really teaching you. Okay. I don't. And you know what? It is a learning process. And uh, Mike doesn't know what I've been through in my life and how I've had to deal with some stuff. And him, for him to come off righteous, like he's coming off with a philosophical we don't, we don't uh, live situation in. where you have to correct that guy's wrong. Well, we what didn't. I learned in kindergarten was the golden rule. Why, let me finish. Mike, the golden Mike, rule was, can I finish? Mike, Mike the golden rule was to, you're not letting me finish. Because we've already, my God we already know the golden no, rule. No, yeah, I didn't Mike explain the golden rule. The golden rule is to speed Mike up the way you're going to be treated. Mike doesn't know what's happened to you because Mike doesn't live in the past. Man does not live in the past. We live right now. Oh, this is philosophically speaking. You're the one that says Mike doesn't know your past. That's all philosophical. We live right now and we take they care of it. No, it's my... It's subjective to me. It's subjective to me. I know what's ha- what I went through. Well, I know what I had to deal with for that summer of dealing with uh, careless drivers. Almost taking me out. I got slapped in the arm by a driver. So, yeah, I was mad. I was like, the guy almost took me out for crying out loud. He, he, yeah, I don't think he almost took you out. I mean, but regardless, I well, was there. How do you know that, dude? You weren't there. Because you're here. Cause what do you mean he doesn't know? 
Because you're here now. That's how I know that. What are you talking about? Okay, if you Some people took... express themselves in a, in a, in a, I can express myself when I'm angry, but to try to t- over talk Mike when he's over talking you, like you said, he said himself, he's Mike. fucking acting as an asshole. Mike wasn't over talking you. Mike was not. And he, and he wasn't. Blaming he wasn't over talking me. No, he wasn't. He, he, all he was doing is repeating the, the question that he wanted you to answer. And you, you took that as him over-talking you because you would not answer the question, the very simple question. No, and now the, leading question, the, the leading question. The leading question, you're making more excuses. It was not a leading question. I'm not question. making any excuses. Question, he wasn't okay? there. You weren't there. The guy took, was, he, then I you just avoided an accident you earlier lie? from the same guy. You get it? Did you, did you so, lie in the first hour that you were telling the story? Were you telling a big lie? I said, no. okay, I said that I unintentionally damaged his car. There was no intent to put a dent in his car. You, at this point, do you know that you damaged his car? Okay, that's all I asked you. I know I did, but it was unintentional. You still won't answer it. No, but he said that it's like throwing a rock at a fucking window. That's like you still won't answer. That's, it. that's maddening. You still what won't do you mean not an answer? What do you mean, sir? What do you mean that I'm not answering? I run up to your bike and then take a fall. Okay, how about that? What's that? I'm going to unintentionally run over I, your bike and be like, oh, dude, I'm oh, there's sorry. An intent. There's an intent. You see it in front of you. There's an intent to run over the bike. You have, you have uh, control over your actions, right? How would you feel? So you're fading out sometimes. You have control over your actions. If you didn't intentionally but see the bike, don't. then you didn't intentionally the damage. Yeah, but you, you see the bike you then. control of your actions, right? Everyone else does, but when you don't. Okay, but when you're in fight or flight, your your response is going to be uh, like 100% more of a reaction than it is out. If you were in fight or flight, you would have got the hell out of there. I mean, that's that's fight. No, that means I was running. I don't. I would. I I don't run. I, I fight. So you you picked a fight. No, you I didn't pick the fight. The guy hit my bike. Damaged his oh, car he, in hopes of a response that he would fight you. Right? No, no. We weren't there for a second. Just remember that. He hit the back of my bike with his car intentionally. We stopped. We stopped there, right? I stopped in front. And then he intentionally bumped. I, he was aware of me because I stopped right in front of him. He intentionally bumped me with his bumper of the car. He let me oh, see so stop in the me, the basically. You stopped in the middle of the road and then I he can, but it doesn't mean you can hit somebody. You stopped and just answer the question. You stopped in the middle of the road and then he bumped you? That's right. So you basically brake checked him. You brake checked him on a bike. Okay, that's not very smart. Brake check? What, is, what does a brake check mean? You, you're in front of someone who you believe is a little bit too close to you, so you jam on your brakes in the hopes that they hit you. That's a brake check. No, no, no. No, that's, it wasn't a brake check. It was a stop and swat. <laughs> it, he started beeping his horn at me after he just almost took me out earlier on in the intersection. Yeah. I he, stopped you know, my bike. He, he had to stop. You know what his horn was saying? And he saying? never hit me at that hey, point. Hey, his horn was saying, hey, you know, just I want to let You're you know. You're in my way. Get out of my way, right? Yeah. That's what he was saying. Was back here. So just move over. That's what his horn was saying. So now, are you 
uh, fluent in horn language or something? Like, you know what his horn was meaning when he beeped it? How no, but I know How that long? when he turned out of the passing lane <clears throat> and cut in front of me earlier, almost took me out, so I had to run, go to the curb and then pat, go around him. And then when he started to honk at me while I was taking the, the cautionary approach to be in the middle of the lane, because there was nowhere else for me to go. Before he hit he you. He started honking uh, at me. Before he made contact, about how many seconds was it when you flipped him off? I didn't flip him off. I didn't flip him off. Okay. Oh, that's... Well, see, you missed a step. I didn't flip him off. You're a fight or flight then. The, the, first, the first procedure is to throw out your wing and flip him off. Give him proper notice. That's right. <laughs> no, that's, that's your approach. It's not my approach. My approach was, like, just avoid the accident altogether. So I got ahead of him in the, middle of the intersection. And then he started beeping his horn at me like I was in his way. And he almost took me out earlier. So I wasn't in fight or flight, and I was angry. But there was no intent to damage his car. You were in his way. But I did damage his car. I I said that earlier on in the show. But I don't like Mike being an asshole, over-talking me and and, and, and leading me down these questions when I shouldn't even have to answer him. That's Mike being normal. He's not not teaching me nothing, though. He's not teaching me anything. Because you can't hear it. You can't hear what's happening. No, I can't. I have, you know what? It's going to take time. Because you're Irish. I am honorable. Because you're Irish. No, no, because it was fight or flight, dude. I can control my anger. I can talk in anger. I can lower my voice after being... I talked to Aquila. I mean, I got angry at the subway, and I just calmed right down because I can do that. So that is twice and... But twice I don't like things. to be antagonized by some idiot that thinks he's righteous over others. I don't Where know. Can I, I, so he's got to a point. I haven't. Where can I find any better than me? Where can I find this fight or flight doctrine? Yeah, I need to. I need to learn that. Ride your bike in the city of Toronto. Go for it. Does that mean you can be dishonorable too? Because it's like a free pass. The day you want. You the day you want. Is that the same as a nigga Anyways, anyways, you guys weren't there. I respond the way I felt I needed to respond. We know how you responded. You told us, unless you were lying. Have you calmed down though since then? Have you taken See, a deep breath? See, uh, this, this is where Mike uh, dishonored me by saying that I was dishonorable because he doesn't know how I, how I am. He doesn't know who I am. Doesn't have we know exactly who you are. First hand knowledge. We know oh, who you do. You. Yeah. That's ignorant of you to say that. Actually, I actually saw me. this today, guys. If you want some common law knowledge, uh, it was in Okinawa, Japan. There was a discrepancy over dishonor, and they had like a a fight at at this dance hall. Wow! In, in front of like a jury or whatever. Anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did they? But Mike should be coming off so arrogant. He doesn't know. Well, at the thing. end, at the end, he was like live or die, man, and he went honk or something. Oh, there was beeping involved. Oh boy. That's dishonorable. Well, it, it was true. True story. <laughs> he said honk. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he did. Mm. <laughs> well, that's so funny. No, he did. He grabbed his nose and went honk. You know when you pinch somebody's nose, honk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Hang but on, we'll get it. All right. Where did we get How did we get documents? How did we get there? Yeah. <clears throat> no, like, I, like I said, have you calmed down, David? I mean, are you that I'm good, fight or flighty? Like if I were you know, to I'm hit you, to right? Talk and Mike keeps talking over me. No, what I'm saying, if I were to bump you by accident or purpose right now, would you, you know, smash he's my Irish. He's Irish. He'd put a he'd plant a bomb on you, probably. <laughs> Give me the brogue. He'd throw a Molotov at you. Oh, for fuck's sakes. What is this, David Roast? The brogue. No, this is the David Intervention, the common law intervention. Carry, Carry on, Dave. What else? What's the, what's I have nothing more to say. I mean, I, I set my position, and that's it. I just don't... Carry on. Mike comes off air. Well, let me ask you. It's, it's happened let's, before. Let's, let's settle this. Will you do your best to look up the hood guy? Why would I do that? Okay. Well, see uh, I can't get it. I can't get it. The guy assaulted me with his car. Then sue him. Why would I go after him or try to make ends with somebody that damages me or harms me or injures me? You're so angry about why it. Why would I do that? That doesn't make, for some reason, it's not clicking in my head. If, like you're if so somebody angry comes up to me and punches me in the face, so angry about it, me, so much damage, why don't you just, why don't you make a claim against him? Did you I check his brakes? Information. I don't have Did you check his brakes? Did you get the information? Oh, you're Did you check his brakes? I didn't check. You got to look at all the evidence, dude. I'm seriously. You got these are good questions in court. (laughs) You got to analyze everything. How do you know he intentionally did that? I was wanting to do that, but he didn't show up. You know, I wanted to ask him the hard questions. Are you saying this is true? Are you signing this bill? It's true, man. He was uh, rubbing his. He was gently rubbing his license plate up against it. Did you get his license plate number? Yeah, the one from tire. No, but apparently he was cleaning my back wheel with it. How long was his hood? Maybe he couldn't see the stopping distance or something. You know? Maybe he wanted his he hood had washed. Couple, he had three chicks in the car with him. He was getting his hood washed. <laughs> driving driving <laughs> under or What? There's a little spit shine going on. Keep it moving. <laughs> so when he, when he sent you a bill for $700, when he sent you a bill for $1,700, it must have had his name or his car, make and model, license plate, all that good stuff, right? He was bl- blowing his horn. <laughs> you know what? But since the fact that I'm here at the shop, I can look for it and see if, because I didn't have it at the, at the house. But you could get it. No, I'm looking for it right now. Because I think if the Crown sent me it. Hold on. Okay. No, Mike, I'm learning how to be honorable, and I'm not saying that I'm uh, 100%, but it's a, life, it's a life lesson on how to be aware of how people treat others in public, that there's a common sense of treating people with respect. Bingo. Like, you just hit the nail on the head. How much respect did you treat that man with when you went back and slammed the no, door? No, I'm not talking about that. Of course I'm not. I'm not talking about it. Just let me finish what I'm saying. Oh, of course not. If you... 
Let me finish what I'm fucking saying. You keep cutting me off. Settle, settle down, Dave. It's okay. Just stop, man. Stop. Let go, me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk, but just talk. Dominate the f- conversation. That's what you're trying to I do. Mike said right I can. I, what, I, what I'm saying is that when you start listening to Carl's stuff and you start understanding what it means to be a man, there's a, a lot of information to take in about how to treat others. There's there's a sense of wanting to wanting to there's a sense of wanting to see how other people treat each other, and you can see a common common theme that everybody, if somebody's in your way, you sort of move to give them right away. Like I, apologize, that, I apologize for interrupting, but pause and go go look in the mirror and re- repeat exactly what you just said. Carl never says anything about everybody respecting each other. Carl stresses. No, but this is my own personal. This is my own personal view on how people conduct themselves. Carl stresses to the utmost that you do your best to respect everyone. Now, if yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. By you're not serving doing others. That. That's the point. You're not I'm doing not. that. Now I'm not doing that. Okay. You guys David, know what I'm thinking. David. You guys know what I'm thinking. What? David. What? You want to you want to be like Carl. I was just wondering, have you ever been to Hollywood? I'm not saying I want to be like Carl, but what I'm saying is that listening to Carl is, is when I started taking notice of how people treat each other. I wasn't finished. Have you ever been to Have you ever been to like Birmingham, Alabama? Can somebody start taking Sounds account like a fun on how many be? Can somebody start taking Sounds account like on how be. many? Can somebody start taking account on how many times Dave's interrupts somebody? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try not to do that. Do you know anything about Homewood, Alabama? It sounds like a lovely place. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you can't take the place of call. Period. Well, how do you know? Where is Carl? And, and Carl, Carl also doesn't want folks. Just Believe me, I know. Carl doesn't want folks just to quote him. He he wants folks to listen and live it. Okay. Oh, I'm it, trying, buddy. I'm trying. It doesn't sound like it because all you're doing is quoting. Oh, I listen to you. You don't know what I do on a day-to-day basis. You don't know. You take this one little situation and and judge the man like like. Thank oh my you God. As an excuse to justify your non-performance, and uh, we can see right through it. So. Yep. Dave, are you a vegetarian? Right. You guys are the champ, man. Maybe one day I'll get to where you're at. But I'm not Dave, a are you a vegetarian? Yeah. It shall happen. Dave, uh, I've studied medical history. Are you a vegetarian? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm being serious because people that don't eat a certain amount of protein get, you know, violent. violent. You know what ketogenic is? A what? That's legalese. Keto, no, no, it's ketogenic. It's a, trying to get yourself in ketosis. It's a bat, fat burning, uh, fat burning stage. Versus burning you carbs need, and you need fat, dude. Fat. You do saturated fats, and I eat a lot of it. Ketogenic. Look it up. I don't I can't even spell it. I would like to make Keto? ketogenic. It sounds like a mixed martial arts move that might dent a hood. Sort of sounds like. <laughs> Whoa. It's 65% fat, 25% protein, 10% carb. 
Aquila's house show. Is that where you crouch like a tiger and you jump up and you stomp the hood? One hundred percent air. I should have jumped right on the hood, you motherfucker! You just hit me with your car. We're Fuck trying to get you. You did it the wrong way. I did. I should have jumped on his car. I just said jumped up and it just just went orangutan. Should have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're catching on. Made it worth my while. But I was angry. I was I was livid, man. What? I went off man, oh. big time. We're still angry. I can never picture I know, you I angry. Can be. I can be. I People can never picture like, you angry. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Mike. No, hey, Mike. Remember you did that shit to me, too, and I couldn't fucking figure it out? And I finally <laughs> did. He is correct, though. $1,700 is $1,700, whether it's an inch or a whole hood. But is it true? (laughs) Is it a true amount? Or did his uncle inflate it? True amount. You wouldn't know because you didn't go contact him, didn't go find out. Can't contact him. I just got the information. Apparently, go to the police station, say, I'm looking for, I'm going to file some form. Privacy, access to privacy, whatever it is, and then get his information. But I, I don't really want to do that. I'm sorry, I don't want to do that. This guy assaulted me. This guy assaulted me, man. Who who told you it was private? He said he had to fill some private information form. Who told you? It was you have private? to do that. They won't give you the information. You have to fill this form, and then it goes through a. It goes through some agency, and they they pass it on to the police that he has a right to do this information. So it's not that you couldn't get the information; you chose not to. No, initially it's not there. It's not in the uh, the police report. They told not, you. Uh, they told. I sorry to interrupt. I'm not going to see. I'm not going to talk if you're going to talk over me. Okay, I apologize for interrupting. That was an accident, but you just said that they told you you have to fill out a form. So you knew there was a you form. Did. You did. You said I have to do this. You told me a, that I had to do this. I got a earlier. question, Dave. Dave, you saw the uh, report on the citation, right? Yeah. Was it the charge uh, hoodwinked? Did he get hoodwinked? <laughs> no. <laughs> he didn't Roddy get K, off do you mind if I, uh, Roddy K, do you mind if I talk under you for a second? Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, uh, Money Mike, th- I mean, this call has been excellent, but that was just uncalled for. That was ridiculous. Aquila, control your call. Control that guy, Money Mike. Hey, Mike, I required an apology. Whose call, who call is this? Uh, if I have offended you, would you be so kind as to forgive me? You can't really require somebody to apologize. That doesn't make okay, any fine. sense. Okay, fine. I demand satisfaction. <laughs> I don't same even know thing. what that means. Thing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But you I know what that means. I don't. I demand satisfaction right now. Do that, Don. I don't. I don't, swing, I, don't oh. I don't swing that way, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Simple. Sorry. Thank you, honey. He demands it. You just couldn't say sorry, Mike. Get Beyond your, your, your nobleness. 
Wow. What do you What do you believe? It's godliness. It's beyond that. <laughs> okay. Can't say sorry for dishonoring me. We're what about to hit the five hour mark right here, guys. So what do you? How did I ever dishonor you? What Maybe do you? I did that thing. What do you believe that I should be apologizing for exactly? You said I'm dishonorable. You don't know yeah. me. Uh, you said you did damage to another guy's property. You didn't compensate. Yes, that's dishonor in my book. Did I dishonor you, though? That's irrelevant. No, it isn't. Did I dishonor you? That's the question. This got nothing to do with me. It's about you damaging yes, another man's does. property. Because you dishonored Dude. me. You said, Dude, I, you said I'm Dave, dishonorable. Dave, so what Dave, first-hand knowledge? Dave, slow down. This has nothing to do with hearsay, first-hand personal knowledge, nothing. This, we, were talking about, we were talking about did you or did you not do damage to the guy's car. That's what the reference to dishonor was, an outstanding debt. When you owe a debt no, and you don't... claimed, you made the statement that, that I'm was dishonorable. Sorry, did I interrupt you or did you interrupt me? No, I'm I... listening. Go ahead, Mike. Let's go ahead. The term dishonor that I was referring to was that you said you caused damage to another man's property. Therefore, you owe a debt to pay for that damage and you haven't paid it yet. When you don't pay a debt that you owe, you're in dishonor until you pay it and come back into honor. You have a chance of coming back into honor, but as it stands now, on the record, you're in dishonor. But you said I'm dishonorable. Yes, because you haven't paid a debt that you believe you owe. But you don't know anything about it, really. Hang on. Hang Did on I dishonor you? Mike sounds like a third-party uh, interloper, so if you'll settle it with him for what say. But what, I didn't dishonor Mike, and he's calling me a dishonor. Huh? And I'm saying I require or I, I would like apology for that because I'm not dishonorable. You weren't there. You don't know anything about this except for what was said on, the, on this. You don't have any first-hand knowledge. Okay, Dave, try and remain calm, and we'll go through this very slowly. You're beyond me, man. You no, know something more than I do. I'm sorry. Dave, Dave, I'm trying to help you. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. You're acting like an asshole earlier. Okay. That's fine. Um. So let's see if you're in dishonor or not. Did you cause... No, you're but, saying I'm in dishonor. I, I, we're, well, we're trying to... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We're trying to get to the bottom of that now. Did you or did you not cause damage to another man's property? That's yes or no? Point. You said I'm dishonorable. You yes said or I'm no? dishonorable. Dave, Dave. Listen to had, Dave, Dave. I hear what you're... Dave, I know where you're Dave, going. I know where you're going, Mike. I know where you're going here. But Dave. what I'm saying is you called me dishonorable. Hey, stop. Would you stop? Take it down and What's not. What's angry for? Now you're Listen. being cool. Dave. What Dave. you do, Mike? Dave, stop easy. It. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe Easy. Yes, breathe. Okay. Come on, Mike. We are, we are trying to determine whether you are in dishonor or not. No, so. you've already determined that. Nobody's trying. You Dave, Dave, claim. I just said but, I just said perhaps I am wrong. We're and I'm trying, trying to just... Dave, easy, bud. We're trying to see if I'm wrong. Mike. We're trying to see if I'm wrong. Are you in dishonor or not? We'll see. If I'm wrong, I will apologize. So let's go very slow. Yes or no, did you or did you not damage another man's property? Mike said, bud. Hey, since, Mike, since Mike Miller's been on, has he said the F word? 
Have you lose Dave? Is this the mic? I don't want. I don't want to answer your question, Mike. I'm sorry because you're acting. You acted like an asshole and you dishonored me. I don't feel just to answer your question. So you're going to talk to me, go back and forth for the next half hour, interrupt me like crazy, but you won't answer the question because you're upset about earlier. Well, your behavior was uh, uh, creating controversy. Okay, well, well, I'm trying to determine that, and you won't work with me. Well, it's not that it's not. You already determined it yourself. You said that you were acting like an asshole. That means that you weren't That's... acting. Uh, you, no, you said yourself you're acting like an asshole. So you're creating some sort of controversy in the public. This is public, isn't it? Okay, well, I think so, we got and a then problem. You call, then you, then you uh, use the ad hominems, like calling me names, because our, I guess you're getting frustrated. You couldn't stick to the facts, and you're getting frustrated that I, I wasn't getting I, your, your... I don't know where we are. We just, you, you just took us in a huge circle, Dave. I don't know where we are now because you got so off topic. It's no, not because I'm just putting, bringing it back to you that you created the controversy by being an asshole, by tr- block putting me in this corner that I'm okay. supposed to answer you because you're godly. Okay, well, have to get to the bottom of the thing, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back a little. Let's define. No, we don't have asshole. to go back at all. I'm no, looking no, for no, 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 for you calling me dishonorable. Dave, we gotta argue this out. We gotta be honorable and polite and respectful and argue okay, this out. But don't use that hominems when you're having a debate with somebody. Yeah, the call's about to end. Okay, so let's define asshole. Whatever you believe that is, you called yourself and you're oh. acting like an asshole, right? Okay, so I wasn't dishonorable. What does that mean to you? What does that asshole mean to you then? What, what does that mean to act like an asshole? Kind of like a bit of a pot stirrer. Kind of maybe, uh, kind of maybe, yeah. kind of maybe give a couple of pokes and a couple of jabs and kind give of rattle your cage and get you to the line. 21 days to answer that question. But I think this whole ridiculous con- conversation started with we're trying to figure out if I was if I did something wrong by saying you're